Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John, your game master for the evening. Returning to you once again from my very comfy chair, uh, and I'm joined today by Nikki. Hi, everyone. It's me, Nikki. I'm tired, uh, but I'm playing your Goblin Rogue Scuzz um, with Black Lives Matter. Yes, it's it going to be a very slow session for me today. Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I'm also joined. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm also joined by William. Hi, I'm William, and I am playing Valdes, the Dwarven Samurai. And I am also tired, but for different reasons. And Jeremy. Okay, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am also tired because, you know, everything. Just fucking everything. I'm playing Ariel, a smart gunslinger. We're all tired all the time. And Jack? I mean, 2020, right? Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Gintminar, the half-elf spellslinger, and I will join the team tired. Team tired! <laughs> Woo! Team tired. Team the actual tired. session is us just taking a nap. <laughs> Three hours of riveting. Three hours of you guys napping and me just talking over you. Uh, I mean, this is this is a this is a fantasy role-playing game. So no, we will be doing what we wish we were doing in real life, which is napping in character. There you go. Oh, game. Uh, Roll the nap. And Cody, you, you failed to nap. You have insomnia. God damn it! I'm Cody. Just and... like real life. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I'm Cody, and I am also on Team Tired, uh, and I'm playing Ithram Bolar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Latin oh, druid princess. Too much energy. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> gonna be one. We haven't even had Mara, caffeine Mara, today. You're, you're about at a here. I need you at a <laughs> here. Late. No, I'm too late. <laughs> Just like oh. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Hi, I'm Mara. <laughs> I've had a coffee too. <laughs> so we have we have the person who is not on Team Tired right now. And yep. Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. If you need evidence that I'm tired, I didn't actually wake up on time for this stream. <laughs> and I'm playing Carolina, human barbarian artificer. When last we left off, 
The group was in the claws of a dragon. Fortunately, it's a friendly dragon who is flying you home. Um, Titania, who, mm. whose ether has been very off for the past several days, you suddenly yep. feel a warmth flowing into you. Ooh. As okay. you feel this, this sort of fire-like energy filling every aspect of your being. As you are becoming suffused with ether from the dead dragon whose blood is still on the claws of the dragon carrying you. <laughs> Which seems to be orienting your ether properly. Oh! Okay, apparently I just needed to bathe in blood. Well, that's a... Uh... Dragon blood, specifically. Woo! That's definitely a druid thing. <laughs> Super Maybe. druid thing. You don't have I to... Don't know. You're not bathing in it. It's just around and passively leaking ether, which you metaphorically are, you are sort of absorbing. Okay. Probably that the area is ether rich right now. Okay. It feels, sure. It feels invigorating. Yeah. All right. Cool. We're in a dra- we're flying in a dragon. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Isn't it great? His head is out. It is. Dragon claw just in the wind. Just just absolutely like a dog. I'm not doing that. I'm good at Dungeons and Dragons and that. That's what I'm here for. I make the the sound effects. We're we're going back to Tarum, though. I, I... just having trouble focusing, uh, right? Indeed, that is that is correct. Good. There's there is just this there is just this ambient coming from outside the fault claw, <laughs> underneath all this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, yeah, is Ariel okay. still is Ariel in the claw now, or did Ariel go back under the scale underneath the wing? Uh... <clears throat> No, Ariel's probably in the claw at this point. Okay. Oh, Ithram, you don't, you look kind of impressionistic. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Face is a little melty looking. Ah, yes. uh, One of the half dragons spit on me while you were uh, also heaving in the corner. Somebody's kink. That looks worse. I'm so sorry. Let's go back outside. It doesn't hurt so much anymore. Just more numbness. So. You okay? I mean, the problem is if you go outside, you fall. I like like to I like to think that like Ghent is paying attention to the conversation and just has an arm out on Scuzz's belt. (laughs) Just in case. Just you know, right? He's just yep. Okay, I'm gonna do some healing here. Um, that would be appreciated. You're welcome. I wasn't welcome. quite sure if you were up to it, but now that I you're, think so I think so. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, you're speaking a lot more, so that seems to be a good indication. Sir, uh, so do cure wounds, third speaking level. Speaking more, vomiting less. That's always a good <laughs> <Yeah>. sign. <laughs> third cast. Twenty-two yeah, hit points back. Your your ether seems to be flowing properly once again as you successfully <sighs> cast your spell. Thirty-four. Did they change the way higher level casts work? Uh, 
Did I do that weirdly? No, it's like the UI looks different. Oh, well, I did it from the first level because I didn't want to scroll down. No, yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I mean. Like, normally yes, when you cast changed. at a higher level, when you cast at a higher level, it has like the base spell and then the higher level dice in the separate part. I don't know. I did yeah. it from it, the first changed. level and then they definitely like changed tagged it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks yeah. like you now no longer have to do more basic arithmetic after Which... you cast the spell. Which is great. Good roll twenty. Yeah. Good on you for doing that after fucking well, forever. That's not roll twenty. This is the beyond one. Anyway, it's still <laughs> it's the roll twenty. It's, 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 UI. it's roll twenty. It's yeah. UI. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Welcome. Well, uh, once we do land, then we need to get a relief caravan going, I suppose. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's going to be the plan, Valdez says, as she, like, very carefully, like, uh, bandages some of the, like, applies some salve to some of the, to some of the very, like, the burn, the burn marks that it, from when some of it splashed on her. Do you want some healing? Uh, it wouldn't be a miss. Okay. Um, how hurt are you? I don't even, I don't know. Uh, I know Ithram got hurt really bad. I am just over halfway wounded. Okay. Um, which, which for num- for numerical purposes, I have taken 42 damage out of my 76 hit points. Okay, I'll do a third level on you as well. Let's do cure wounds. And, that was, and that's after I did my second wound. 17. Yay. I get the equivalent of my second wind again. <laughs> hey. That's nice. Anyone else need healing? No, I see, I was a perfect size to dance behind the kobolds and not get hit by anything. It was great. Nice. I'm perfectly fine. Okay. It's around this time that you all suddenly feel pressure as if you were diving. Uh-huh. Somewhat less fine. Here we go. Looking through the claws that Riska's head is, uh, you see the city of Trom <laughs> fast approaching. How is his neck oh. not broke at this? Oh, <laughs> uh, I have a thing I can do. Hang on, I cast Skyrite. Oh no! Yes! Oh, yes. oh no! Yes! Yes! Oh. yes. <laughs> All right, what are you causing? To this could in the only sky? end in tears. I'm gonna write. Ten words. Ten words. Ten words. Yeah, yeah, you have you have a ten word limit. Yeah, this ain't sending. Oh shit. Don't worry about the dragon. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> the steel hearts. Yes. The little heart. <laughs> So the clouds below Max <laughs> form this sentence. Max then dives oh through the drag, the the O in dragon. Let <laughs> me go through the heart. That'd be nice. As he, as you all feel a rumbling as Max lands, kind of roughly, on the upper city clock tower. Wow. Question: Did did Titania cast it so it was readable from our side or the ground side? That's an important <laughs> question. Um, Mara? 
you know, you don't think about it normally because normally you're on the ground. But in this case, no, your chest. Okay. I oh, probably yeah. would have done it. Yeah, so we could read it as we're going through. <laughs> so <laughs> you so all can read this, message. and it's backwards for everyone below. Yeah, you gotta hold a mirror up and you'll be able to read it just fine. <laughs> The, uh, the gunslinger, who is a little bit more aware of spatial spatial perception and angles, is like, well, that will be useful. <laughs> so One person just fixing so their makeup with the mirror. The people on the ground cannot them. read that. You are all rocked by the collision as, as Max lands on the tower. I think Valdeth is laughing as hard as I am right now. <laughs> and the massive claw opens to reveal you all on one of the airship landings. Hey! We Gingerly made. walk off. Uh, right. <laughs> There's Thank a, you for the ride, sir. You're welcome. Thank Pushes you. off and flies away. You see these large dragon claw marks in the side of the tower from where he grabbed on. That's gonna cool. take forever to buff out. And there is a there is a voice called uh, uh, that just sort of echoes from a little bit further up the landing pad. What is going on? It's a voice you recognize, okay. Tanya. Oh no! <laughs> Excellent. Is it your uncle? As you all turn and look and see a tall imperious looking elven woman with light blonde hair the color of the sun the color of sun rays a very stern looking face wearing very well appointed red robes with gold lining and holding a staff and you're sort of looking dead at titania <laughs> mom Okay, back to back to business mode. Valda says that she finally contains her laughter. Titania, that's a uh, twenty-four to hide. <laughs> why? Uh, hang um, on. Give me one second. Hang on. Gent, why are you behind me? <laughs> uh, are you trying to think, Skullskid? Why are you behind me? Ariel's just brushing off like, listen, any dragon landing you can walk away from is a good one. <sighs> oh, hello. With a... Hi, Mom. <laughs> Titania's yeah, mom. No, I... With a 24 on her perception check. Oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> you are not hiding. <clears throat> Val is sort of very, very forcefully like calming her laughter. Steps forward. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, afternoon, ma'am. Valdez. Our eyes are still locked with Titania. She called you out without turning your gaze, oh, yeah. Gent. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> we afternoon, just had a ride back. We were assisting with a matter uh, of supply uh, with Morvik Dune. And oh yes, actually, Morphic Dune is under siege, and we need to get a supply caravan heading their way. Now that we've cleared the dangers off the roads that were stopping the last caravan from getting there, it was a dragon. We not that one. No. We had we had help from that dragon. Oh yes, it was a different dragon. 
the a bad dragon, a really bad dragon. Her staff is her staff ends in this sort of crystal formation, which lights up as she raises a hand, and you see her eyes begin to glow as she seems to stare off, breaking her contact only for the moment with Titania, uh, as she stares off into space magically. <laughs> yes, Magical I can see space. that they are currently on. I can see that they are currently under siege. Yeah. Uh, we we need to arrange supply caravans heading back to Morvedun. Very well. I will put in a request for that to happen. In the meantime, I would suggest a group of you return home, tidy yourselves up. She then looks at Tanya and come visit sometimes. Mm-hmm. I visited right before we left. For I know. I know. The... Mm-hmm. You weren't there. Uh, I'll come by shortly. We'll make sure she stops by. Good, very family-friendly. Pleasure as always. <laughs> she nods, and she moves. Gen, Gen pats Scuzz on the head twice. The second one is less of a pat and more of a flick. <laughs> she moves over to one side and taps her staff on the landing and waves a hand in the air and you see this multicolored series of sigils and runes envelop the tower as all the damage that was just done to it reverses itself in time until it's no longer damaged. Tony, can you do that one day? No. <laughs> do I recognize Let's that, head. perhaps? You mean our contract. Let's head home, shall we? I want to do it, too. Sure, why not? Yay, I'm smarter than it's You know what? You know what? 16. Yeah, there you go. 16. I'm using it right at the beginning. Yeah, do it. The identification... Yeah, typical. Fucking typical. The identification DC for a spell is 10 plus its level. So only Carolina recognizes this. Uh, this is a spell this does. This seems to be a spell of her own devising um, which operates similar to the mending spell but on a much m- larger scale in that it reverses the flow of time on a specific inanimate object s- to the point before it was damaged right it is an 8th level spell which is why it works hmm. on any spell Carolina <laughs> doesn't share that information Shockingly enough. Ithram tries to piece it out, though. He's just in his head, just like... It's the it's the math symbols. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I would need to request that, uh, if we can, please get word to us when the caravans are heading out, because we were contracted by Morvedun to get back here and get word out, so we could probably also accompany the caravans back. Certainly. I am fully capable of getting messages to people. Thank you. Like hella capable. <laughs> let's move along, everyone. Head home. No, let's go talk anymore. No. <laughs> very much looks like the the guard who's in the background of the scene, who's like, "Yeah, I I'm totally here. This is not weird at all." Are That's you right. Legolas in all the scenes that aren't matter. focused on him? Just like <laughs> <laughs> the group of you. Make your way into the tower, into the elevator that takes you down. 
Gent walks off the edge and just walks down the outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, he walks up and he just dies. He just dies at this point. Minar, take the elevator. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Ooh, shit. And he hauls ass into the elevator after everybody else. <laughs> Titania, your mother's eyes continue to follow you until the door closes and the elevator begins to drop. Valdeth You can tell she was in a summer mood. Yeah, that was... uh... Valdeth is laughing again for a different reason now. I have no idea what is going on. (laughs) For the God's sake. Uh... The hell is wrong with you people? (laughs) I don't think your mother likes me. All of us or just some of us? I apologize to Tanya. I'm only laughing because I know I'd be getting the exact same thing from my mother if she was the one standing right there. Tanya, you know your mother well enough that she doesn't care a whit about about Ghent at all right now. Like or hate. (laughs) No. Yeah, she's fine with you. That's just her. Everyone. (sighs) She doesn't know my name yet. Yolanda didn't talk to me like that. She she knows she knows the three of our names because we're the noble circle that sort of. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Again, Should sort of self-consciously shoves the signet ring back down underneath his shirt because he's been wearing it openly since we left Durham. But... Love it. Well. Well, we're back, um, and we've got the, she's gonna take care of that part of things, so that's all good. We just have to wait for a word to come back. Um, <laughs> back to the house. Drop yeah. Okay. Stop. What do I know about the political situation between, can, can Ghent make any sort of assumption based on the political situation as he knows it between Morvik Dune and Taram as to where this sort of thing might fall on their priority list? Give me a, uh, either a history check or a survival check. I'm going with history. I'm going to go with survival. 17. I can make that too. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious what I would know. 21. You both, nice. you both know that Morvik Dune is an allied city-state. Like it's an independent, it's an independent entity uh, within the within the realm, like within bounds of of like the land. It's kind of like kind of like how Vatican City is technically independent from Italy, even though it's in Italy's like territory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yep. But well, it's it it, it is, but it's right. it is. It's an independent city-state, but it is still an ally, and still a and still a both financial and militaristic concern. So it's definitely going to be pretty high on their list, especially if someone as well established within the government of Taram as Titania's mother is bringing the information to their attention. All right. Mm. You don't hear that. The typing noises? Sounds like a very large cat purring. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. 
Nope. Nope. The only thing I'm hearing is a very small cat screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be a stream star. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. My so, audience needs me. <laughs> so the, the two of you would figure that it's probably going to be pretty quick uh, on the turnaround. Okay. Here. Yeah. So she'll just organize that, and then we'll find out and head back to pick up. Okay, uh, yes, but but that's supplies. What about actually breaking the siege so that the supplies can get into the city? That will probably be part of the caravan, considering that her mother now knows what the siege looks like, because I'm assuming she was just scrying on it. Yeah. All right. Well, if we're confident that that's going to be handled, otherwise we might have to, you know, well, call on I, some friends and neighbors and see if we could at least get some more bodies to throw at this thing. Well, I've already I mentioned that we're probably job. going to be following that caravan back. The caravan <clears throat> will likely leave from the outskirts of the city. If when the caravan is assembled, it seems that more armed guards are needed, then we can hire people who hang out on the... Uh, we can make suggestion that Morvik Dune might be willing to pay the people who, who regularly take on this kind of work and live on the edge of the city. I mean, the mercenary yards are in Genty, so the caravan will be somewhere nearby. Hmm. Sorry, just trying to look ahead. Thrum may also just attach reinforcements to it, to the caravan. But let's get home and divvy up what we found. Uh, I suspect, looking at the, the chest, that's probably not going to make a dent in anyone's supplies for actually reinforcing the city, so we're probably fine to just put that in our own stocks. We're still covered for rent, yes? Uh, yes, we're covered for rent, but the food stocks would help, you know, bring down oh, costs that. of groceries. Yes. Hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of food and rent, let's get home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Home. Oh, are we finally going now? I understand we've been going down the elevator. Right. <laughs> elevator stops, door opens. Do, 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 you all get out. <laughs> As you start, as you exit the clock tower, a small crystalline blue butterfly lands on Titania's shoulder. Hi. You recognize this as one of your mother's uh, animal messengers. Yep. What do I have to do? Just sort of wait until it starts talking to me, or it lifts off and flies away again. Was it trying to, like, direct me to follow? I'm confused. Again, looking over at Titania, just... you can see that there's been, like, there's, like, a hole in the stitching of Titania's, like, top that Titania can't see. Mm -hmm. The messenger just sewed up, or... No, that it just that ate it out. <laughs> it's just, like, oh, right, yeah. someone <laughs> weave out, and there's a little message there. Nom, 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 Right. Right. Yep. It's yep. a magic creature. Gent, Gent will Gent will pull that. Uh, what? To see what it says. Pull <laughs> you pull it. Uh, it just says it, it says um, mercenary yards three hours. 
<sighs> Get tell my daughter. <laughs> like ah! <laughs> I'll just hand the little message to uh, to Tanya. Apparently, things move quickly. Like your relationship. I'm sorry, buckets. Because he looks up and he's like, "Yeah." Well, I don't know how long you guys have been dating since before now, but. We knew each other for a very long time before this point, so. Oh my god, friends to lovers. I love stories like that. (laughs) It's not. mm, It's not a story, though. Too late. Valdez pats Scuzz on the head, probably more forcefully than is necessary. <laughs> like, bounce, like bouncing a football. Just, there's, there's the sound of. Carolina is just incredibly happy with Scuzz right now. We, we, weirdly, for the record, you have to hit something. You have to hit. You have to uh, uh, slam a football pretty hard to bounce it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Which concussion is... level hard. On the on like the third rough pat. Weirdly, you hear the sound of dice rolling around. (laughs) (laughs) Which guys are you going to get? Fine. Goblins don't have bones, I think we established. They're mostly just cartilage. Like a shark. (laughs) Land shark. Enough teeth, too. (laughs) Three hours. They'll have everything together. So. A thought. We have 3,000 crowns between us from the... Do we need to make any improvements to the house? We could rent a bigger house. <sighs> At a certain point. Good, but our house has everything we need right now. I'm not does, certainly does, not opposed. Does, does it? Oh, for God's sakes. It, it, the, it does to time, yeah. The, the garden is... I, I, Carolina keeps trampling over all of the... All of my mint. I mean, it's not there anymore. I dug it all up, but I don't know what's there now. But, you know... If you would have let me finish the sentence that I was trying to okay. say... Mm-hmm. Tone, my God. Okay, so... I certainly would not mind moving to somewhere a little bit more spacious, but is that necessarily the best use of what we have at this time? Probably not, if I'm being completely honest with you. If we wanted to purchase a garden that's not a training ground, I imagine renting a garden would act, a separate garden would actually be cheaper than renting a larger house. Community garden. All right, well, let's table this for a later discussion then. (laughs) Should we try in the time that we have here, uh, see if we could perhaps uh, sell or offload the demon armor? That's yes. good. that's gonna take some dedicated effort. We can give it a shot. Yeah, at least we start with the churches. Perhaps. Do I know, John? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anybody <clears throat> in the Is it Engineer Corps 
in the league, excuse me, that would be interested in this armor. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> a few, oh, that's actually a really few good dozen people, in fact. I love it. Do you guys want to meet my cousin? The uh, one from the party? An, that's a very no, odd... not Scott. <laughs> oh, my my other cousin. <laughs> <clears throat> She's actually... And Gent has no idea why this non-sequitur is coming up, but okay. Well, uh, Lavisa is very... Uh, she's part of, like... She got promoted from the training corps to the actual, like, building of of certain, like, machineries and things like that. She, like, really likes big suits that you can, like, transport things in. Um, I think she'd really like uh, this demon armor thing thingy she's she's also really really smart that sounds like a good idea is it experimentation with cursed armor can will either be spectacular or explosive probably both and who better to deal with it than the easy league <laughs> i would refer to that as potentially apocalyptic let's start with temples please okie dokie We've got three hours to do what we can. The last thing we need is to uh, uh, be out on a mission and find out, oh, yes, no, uh, uh, Taram got pulled into into hell or something like that. I hear that 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 happens on some planes, and it doesn't typically go well. I mean, the only time I've ever seen it done here was voluntarily, but no, I see your point. (laughs) That was less being pulled into hell and more hell coming to you. How much is Ariel overestimating the dangers of this armor? If I can check, like a religion check. I mean, it's just experimenting yeah, with my... demonic armor. Yeah. No, no, totally. yeah, I'm using my knowledge thing. Sure, um, good. <clears throat> dubious knowledge. Ayo. Demon armor is enchanted, but it the magic the magic is not a thing that can like be used to retrograde open a portal to hell or something. So that that certainly is like a bit of an overreaction. However, the Is It League does do weird things that you wouldn't expect them to be able to do. So literally anything that they work on could end up with that result. It doesn't have to be demon armor. <laughs> yeah, uh, Carolina will. The Is It League is just as likely to use a normal table match to start the apocalypse as they are to use a set of demonic armor. So that's not a huge concern. The enchantment is fundamentally an enchantment. It may, may be evil, but that we walk around with blood magic and we're fine with that. Uh, uh, is if they do something horribly catastrophic with 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 the other benign thing that you mentioned we aren't the people who gave it to them I understand that I'm, I'm result though so uh, what temple should we start with then unless Ghent naturally has an idea hmm? give me a religion I mean 12. Sure. Gent has not rolled over a 10 past his first night. I mean, 
<laughs> Mar you know, the fingers of Marduk seem like real fun people. Right. I'm sure they could use yeah. it. They're not going to pay us. No, they're not. They're <laughs> What's the problem? I want to pay If out. you want to get paid, the Is It League is the surefire way to go. Right? But I and understand Gent will make that case to Ariel. <laughs> Look, I understand that your need for safety and disposal and that sort of thing. Where does remuneration fall on that set of priorities for you? Hi, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. But there is one temple. Uh, uh, everyone roll me a religion check. Yeah, like there... Da, da, da. This time around, <laughs> I, I think I think I know exactly the temple you're about to say, but I will see if my religion check tells me it. Twelve, twenty-one, really? Seven. Okay, my, re my religion check doesn't <laughs> tell me it, but I think I know exactly which temple you're about to mention. Do you? Wow. There's only one god of commerce. Um, there is one temple that will take this and do something with it and pay you it's mm. not one of the it's not one of the big temples is the issue it's not actually that one you're thinking of Wayne. um there is a it's 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 sort of a weird out of the way um smaller almost a shrine and less a temple really um that uh, uh, let me let me let me let me find the name real quick. Hang on, because I have this written down. Because I have so many things written down about the world. Of I mean, you don't not, know. Not impulse you is what you say. Don't know Idos no, right off the top of your no, head, John. I, I, weirdly, is no, I don't know Idos off the top of my head. <laughs> Idos has Idos no is... use for money. They destroy it. <laughs> yeah, Idos has no use for temples or money or worshippers or anything like that. So. Uh, fuck, See, how her, that's... her worshippers have been repeatedly instrumental in the almost destroying the world thing. I was gonna say, I mean, yeah, that's, right. thinking, that's thinking small. She's Ida. very ungrateful collect... to her faceless army of minions. She absolutely you keep is. the money. You keep the money because there's gonna be a group of idiot adventurers who have something that they want to get rid of, and you can trade that worthless money for that thing that you can use to accomplish your mission. Yeah, that's fair. Look, a very determined think, duck could take over the world at this point. Like think bigger, entropy. <laughs> uh, that's the thing is, Idos doesn't have to think bigger because eventually everything will go her way, regardless of what anyone does. <laughs> so said of the deity who's been very proactive in her plans. Anyway, <laughs> which non-Idos temple are we theoretically going to? As soon as he finds the name. Uh, there's a temple to, uh, there's a temple to, uh, it's one of the, it's a minor deity called Singramar. Um, which is this weird sort of, almost like a trading post more than a temple. Um, no one really knows a whole... None of you know a whole lot about Singramar. Um, it's a very minor deity, but it does sort of work as like a... Um, uh, 
not quite a pawn shop because the pawn shop indicates that you'll be able to get it back. Uh, you you give them things and those things go away and they give you money in return. You don't really know where they end up or what they do with it. Oh, that But it is a temple. It's a temple. I know a place. It's a temple. They will get rid of it and they will pay us. Oh, Singermar. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard of that place too. <laughs> Weirdly enough. <laughs> it's because lying. No, he got a 21 on his religion check. Yeah. I know, right? Weird. But of, of the deities that he knows, Honestly, the one that you trade shit like with? random place you can sell stuff. Yeah, that's, that'd be yeah. that'd be right up Scuzz's alley. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> everyone, everyone no, he's not a religious yeah, person, like but he seven. knows about this. He knows about this place. Yeah. To be to I mean, be fair, Valvet doesn't know a whole lot about the Pantheon in general. A so. lot of the a lot of the random garbage Bucket Streets has they sell uh, to the Temple of Singermar because they'll buy just about anything. Would, All right, you don't know what stuff they, off there. Then. Again, no idea what they do with it, but. <laughs> And we've been trying to find out for years, like, where does it go? Where does all this I shit mean... go? I mean... Could go to feed the, the, the armadillo under the city. The odds are, the odds are much less likely that it will be, that it will be used in some disastrous world-ending experiment, so slightly less. So let's go there. All right. Okay. So you head to Gentis. Because mm -hmm. this is one of the very few temples that are in Gentis as opposed to higher levels. So we stay in this level. Well, no, you're you're currently at the top. You're currently up yeah. at... Um, All right, sorry. I thought you, you had brought us back to the map of our house, so I had assumed we had made it there. I, I didn't mean to bring you guys back there. I meant to uh, take just me there, and I did the wrong thing because I wasn't thinking. Uh, you guys are currently <laughs> still up on the third tier. So right. how are you going down tiers? We only have three hours, so perhaps the fastest way. Uh, Sky cab. Yeah. We're flying. I could swim down or fly down if we don't want to pay for another person. You can just make yourself small and put me in someone's pocket. You can't yep. fly as fast as a sky cab, Tanya. No, oh. but. Or we can pay for it because that's what money is for. We also got a lot of dragon okay. money. I don't have why any don't we all, right now. Why do don't we all just... We've, we've got plenty. Yes, we've, we've got you covered. Okay. We have 3,000 gold. Some of that is yours. Yeah. Ergo, you have money. Uh, Valdeth asks to, to, uh, when, when Aaron is available, Valdeth asks uh, Carolina for the, for the gold so that she can start divvying it up properly. We'll say that happens and you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the point where Aaron's like, no, Carolina tries to murder you because you took her money. Yeah, so the, 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 the breakdown is 428 gold, 5 silver, and 7 copper for everyone. Yeah. Nice. Carolina's not that bad. She's just greedy. No, no, I just think it would be funny. And uh, Skycabs are still two gold a, a ride, right? Hey, that number. Yes, two gold again. per person. 428 gold, uh, five silver, seven copper. Okay. So you, two gold per person, and you all take an air cab. Uh, yep. You all take an air cab down to the Ooh. Temple of Singramar. It drops you off in front of what looks like 
a series of like row houses, like apartment complexes in the Gentis, and just in the middle of them as a distinctly separate building, but with like less than an inch between the walls, is this na tall, narrow church looking building. Like, it looks like if you took a. Is it like. It looks like if you took a modern church, you know, you, does anyone remember that uh, that there, there's a house in like California, I think, that's built on like, like that's built on like two foot of a foundation, like a two foot wide foundation right between two larger oh, buildings. Oh, the spite house, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's. It I looks used like to it have club near there. It looks like if you had, if you took like a modern, our modern ideal of a church, and shoved it into that small of a space. And above the mm. door, above the door is a mask that has that is uh, that is uh, sort of half in shade, and on the back of like a cloak with a coin in one eye. And there yeah, is a door. Let's see what sort of offer. This is cute. So you walk up to the door, you open it up, ching, it sort of clicks into the wall very quickly. Inside is just a very cramped space that has shelves filled with books and various things, and a counter at the far end, at which there sits. Um, a goblin. Uh, this goblin is uh, uh, has a sort of pale white skin, one eye that looks like it's been blinded, and the other eye is just this sort of dull red, reddish pink color. Uh, wearing uh, sort of clean-looking black robes with a cloak hanging off the back, looking up from a book. Hello there, welcome. Hey! Welcome to Singramar's Temple. Hello, Skazbakits. How can I help what you is today? What Goblin's name? Please don't, please don't make me think of a name for this goblin. <laughs> uh, no, uh, this goblin's name is... Hang on one second. I have the name... I have the name over here. Uh, this goblin's name is a name. Where is it? 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 Ah, Elaine. 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 Okay. Most goblins are referred to it as Elaine, yeah, like a lane, but that's not actually what it's spelled that's like. That's what I spelled it as. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most goblins refer to it as like a lane, but that's not actually what it's spelled like. Literally, like says like a lane. How's it going? I lost Gazbakits. <laughs> what can I do for you in the house of Singramar? <laughs> I have to look and check. Was that in character or was that you? That was in character. What me? That was in no, character. When... Okay. Yeah. He's like, what, I forgot which, which, which temple which, I was which at. Which building am I in? <laughs> which one am I at today? <laughs> it is very tight. Like you can all fit in here, but it's very tight. We brought some armor. We are looking to sell. 
Armor is always good to sell. Please bring it forward. Nudge Drop whoever it has table, it. I think it's probably yeah. in my bag. Yeah, uh, probably. Shuffle yeah. <laughs> Carolina. We'll shuffle get around, get Carolina. Crisscross. Bear, bear warning, it is cursed. Who um, stomps this time? Many of the items we deal with here in this temple are cursed at one point in time. And he pulls out. Ask. Yes. What do you do with such items? We dispose of them. Every item has a place where it belongs. We make sure it belongs there permanently. Good enough for me. <laughs> Not uh, for it from insight check. Of, yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> that raises yeah. all sorts of questions that Ariel is completely comfortable with pretending don't exist. Thirteen. It is impossible to read this goblin. <laughs> I'd like to make an insight check. Can I make an insight check? I'm very curious. Ten. Very, very shrewd goblin. So it is more impossible to read this a goblin. Super duper cursed, kind of evil armor that like forces you to do bad stuff. Where would it go? Let's see. Let's see. He just sort of ignores the question. Uh, as he sort of in- because he's just waiting like like he'll, he'll, he just needs a minute to, to know that I said something as sometimes people like take a minute to register that they've as, been spoken to as he's inspecting the armor <laughs> let's see let's see oh this is very rare this is a very nice piece do they have any shelves here very like books and stuff on them they are they're all filled and it's all very tight and you're sort of elbowing into it right now I'm looking. I'm just gonna look through to see if there's anything that catches my eye. Your perception check. Get read through. He also cannot read this goblin. Yeah, no. I've, I assume probably not. More importantly, are there any shelves for sale? Because we could really use some some wall units in the place. <laughs> right. There's there's a lot of unused space in the steel hearts. You only give. You don't receive in here. Well, you you don't receive anything that you give back. Uh, However, if, right. as you look around, there is like like say, there is like price tags on each shelf unit, um, <laughs> and as you're as you're looking at the books, you realize these are all fake. Oh! Open one up. Dude. No, you try to you oh. try to pull one off the wall, and the entire thing moves. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's nice. like a cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's, god. It's a it's a display Fuck it's a, a display unit so, of books. Yeah. So so anybody watching will see Ithram reach for a book, and then as soon as he pulls it, oh. <laughs> just kind of wilts a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a display unit to show how affected these shelves are, because that's what he sells. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I, I, sell, shelving I want to spend all of our 3,000 gold on shelving units. We will uh, get one shelf from the this, 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 this price just, bag. This just reminds me of Laddersmith Gilligan from Dark Souls 2, who just sells ladders. So, one of you, make a persuasion roll. I can uh, do that. I'm, I'm fairly good at... I, I am... Okay. I, I specialize literally in persuasion. Go ahead, then. Let's <laughs> not roll awful. With my natural 20, making it a 29... Hell yeah. Damn, that's good. For this, I can dig into the church coffers a little bit. 
and he reaches down under the desk and disappears. <laughs> you are all now standing in yes. this. You are now standing in this room with the armor on the counter, still waiting. How is there still a credit? Waiting. <laughs> waiting. How is these slides one gold hear a, forward? You hear a. Could one of you big people reach an arm over the counter, please? Gent Gen will reach over, yep. <laughs> or, or Ariel. Yeah, if Ariel reaches, he'll let Ariel. Ariel reaches over and you, you, you feel something hard, like that you wrap your hand around and pull. And it's just a rope. <laughs> I immediately shoot it like, no. Uh, but <laughs> well, I'm just saying, what you described is not exactly something that would be reacted to very well. No. <laughs> As you pull this rope, the goblin climbs back up, sits down. At the other end of that rope, you will find out often. And he opens his book and waits. It's a dead horse. Do you keep pulling it? <laughs> Do you have to pull it up? I'm, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Pull, 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 pull. Like this joke. After beating this dead horse. Yeah. Uh, eventually, a chest is up on the counter. This would be our standing offer for this particular suit of armor. Would you like us to count it, or would you just like to tell me how much there is? That depends. Would you trust me if I told you? Honestly? Gent's opening the yes. lid. <laughs> <laughs> As Gent opens the lid. There is 55,000 gold in that. Done! <laughs> it's from coughs. It's from coughs at hearing that number. Let's go before they change their mind. Right? Pleasure of doing business with you. Is you have anything else? Do we want to buy shelves? <laughs> if you have anything else you would like, and that's based just on so the the number that William rolled was high enough to get 150 percent of the base price of the item. So Ooh. it's just like, oh yeah, well, all right. Okay. Then. Yeah. Hi, I'm a samurai. I don't just add my charisma to my persuasion. I also add my wisdom. Nice. We can have either 55,000 gold or one shelving unit. Take the shelves. Take the shelves. Take the shelves. Because those are the best shelves that were ever invented. <laughs> they also the grant immortality. If you, have, if you have anything else you would like to sell, please. Honestly... I, I have some things I need to offload if I'm being completely honest. Certainly. I have. We would buy anything. I have a suit of full plate that I happened to make that has now been outclassed by the dwarven plate that I'm wearing. That will be less money, but we can certainly pay for it. I, I, I just need to get it out of my bag. Uh, how much? What's the standard, bag, What's I mean, the base price plate? Chest mail? plate. Uh, 1500, I want to say. Fif uh, yeah, I think you're right. For full plate? 15 or 18. For full yeah. plate? Hang on. Uh, let me check. Regular items will get substantially less than magic items. That roll doesn't affect this. That roll is only for selling magic items. Yeah. Right. right. Da, da, da. That's fair. That makes sense. It's only going to be 20,000 gold this time. <laughs> armor prices. Demon uh, armor. Yeah, plate demon is 1500. Demon armor is a very rare magic item. The base <laughs> price of demon armor is very high. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so yeah, plate, plate armor is 1,500 gold. Uh, I can give you 700 gold for these. Bad enough, I'll take it. 
that one doesn't require the rope gag. <laughs> <laughs> it, you just feel something hard in your hand, you pull. Anyway, uh, how much are the shelves? The shelves are ten silver apiece. How many shelves are there in this in this in this place? You keep losing count. <laughs> One, two, three. Um, can I have? Do I need a Ten shelves, please. Certainly. One for each room, and then another for like three more for the house. Certainly. Do we want more than three for the house? I think that's good. A ten, ten's probably a good number. That would be one hundred. Ten, ten is as many fingers as I've or got. Or ten gold. Yes, that would be ten gold. Because uh, slides forward the ten gold pieces. Simply pull, the, the, simply pull the ones you like off the off the wall. Just pull them. Holy shit. Yeah, it just guys has a field day p- pulling off the like lowest yep. shelves. As you pull uh, the shelf <laughs> off the wall, there's another shelf where it already was. He climbs up, <laughs> pulls one from up top. He's having a field day. Y'all have have boost. Boost. John, by the way, mm-hmm. can I just say yes. how annoyed the back of my head was by the fact that you had to say it's ten silver a piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I will just tell Fucking Vol- really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've really got time to go home and do much. So I mean, I'd I'm like going to take- grab a, a lunch before we head out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Valdeth looks at the chest. We should probably get that safely stored away into our home. Indeed. Yeah. All right, so we're all For the meeting. moment, I'll stick it in my bag of holding. Um, I have a thought as we're, uh, as we're exiting. Mm-hmm. With your ten shelves. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'll carry some. Yeah. Probably That's also shove the shelves in bags of holding. And this this is something to be debated later. It's just something to keep in mind. It goes along with what Titania was saying uh, earlier, but... It, with the amount of money we have now, we can probably just buy a place. Our place. We could literally buy our place and no longer have to pay, worry about the ridiculousness of monthly rent or the like. Possibly. We then still you- need to pay the other retainers. Then you just have your we annual do, fees. But we have to pay them regardless. Yeah. yeah. Like, we can we can talk about whether we want to buy whether we want to buy the place we have or, or something else. We obviously don't necessarily have time for that discussion. So I, I uh, will say now. I will say can look into it. I, I will say this is something you all know. This is something you would all know. The mercenary yards is permanently rent ba- rent controlled because it's the mercenary yards. Uh, whenever a Griffin mm-hmm. company wants to buy their own place, they typically move to Griftop. Yeah. Okay. So I, I assumed uh, because hmm. Grifftop, you can actually buy. Like, you can't really buy any of the houses that are in the mercenary yards. That's how they keep Griffin companies rotating. Um, but you can. Fair, but fair, you can fair. if you want to buy property. Also, there's not enough space to build up. But if you wanted to buy property, you could buy it in Grifftop or on the outskirts of the city or you know anywhere else. I mean. Buying if you home. don't think there's room to move up, you're just not thinking Actually, creatively or magically. I mean, buy, <laughs> buying buying buy the house, anyways. We could ask. Um, what's the name of the retainer who handles the finances? 
Uh, that would be Kathian. Uh, Kathian is the one that's that's with that's part of the house. Yeah. Okay. Um, my personal major domo, who does most of the finances on my end, is um, Durin. Yeah. Durin Rockfist. Yeah, Kathian is the is the housekeeper. Could ask Kathian or someone else if you would prefer her to investigate what might be up for sale. I, I will note that um, ha- actually buying a permanent base in Griftop would, would go a long way to cementing our reputation as a Griff company. Yeah, all the big ones have have their own places. I'm fine with that. I don't care a ton. It's a bed to sleep on and honestly we're not home enough for it to matter I mean but the, the, just just the status has certain implications indeed status is <laughs> significant sure um so I I can probably get Durin looking into places in Griftop while we're heading our way to to Morbic Dunn <clears throat> also, if you buy a large enough house, you can start recruiting NPCs to work as Steelhearts members and have them bring you in money. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. getting getting real fancy. I'm gonna take. I I want to take a bath, <laughs> really bad. Red Terror Shadowlands becomes Adventure Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys still have things you need to do yourselves, but it's always right. nice to have some NPCs earning you passive money in the back. I just like the idea that we become a management, we become a resource manager. It just, it just, it just becomes Acquisitions Incorporated. Um, on the way back to our place, Carolina will probably stop and grab a lot of food from one of the food stalls. Oh yeah, plenty of places you can buy food. You can, like, it's a couple copper and you can get a, yeah. a decent meal. And just walking around with one of those comedically oversized drumsticks that you get at fairs and also in fantasy settings. Yeah. Right. Ithram would have also gotten those when he saw they, you get one. They they refer to them they refer to them as dragon legs. They're definitively not any meat off of a dragon. <laughs> oh, it's turkey. Everyone knows it's turkey. Yeah, it's a turkey leg, but they refer to them as dragon legs because it's marketing. Yeah, the same, the same, you know, bear claws. And, yeah, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. yeah. It, it, they they want to make new. They want to make people feel like adventurers. You killed and ate a Do dragon. Do be fair. You get to eat a dragon that we killed or whatever. <laughs> Anybody who confuses a bear claw for a bear claw has other issues going on. But, <laughs> but you eventually all get back home. Upon returning to the company house, you notice several things. One, if you look down the alley, uh, you see that there is now a shed in the backyard. <gasps> Ooh. Two, she- uh, 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 upon, upon entering, uh, you notice that uh, there is a extra table in the workshop that has a variety of new tools on it. It seems like Merrick has refreshed the tools um, and bought a few new things for the workshop. For the next month, you'll have advantage on any... It's uh, going to go investigate that. For the next month, you'll have advantage on any, okay. taking, on any, on any uh, crafting checks made in the workshop because Merrick has created some new tools. 
Good lad. Hmm. Uh, and also in the back, there is a small dark hut in which there is a plethora of mushrooms now, Titania. <gasps> yes. Oh, oh, I don't. I Your furbog friend. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. I, well, Carolina, can I get that? Can I get that chest real quick as, uh, as Valdez walks in? Duran looks up from his paper. Yeah. Welcome home, Master Stonebeard. Duran, um, got a potentially uh, interesting job for you, Valdez says as she thunks the chest down on the table. He, he sort of hooks a finger around his pipe and pulls it out and holds it there in his mouth. And what would that be, Master Stonebeard? Uh, I'd like you to take a look and see what this can get us in grip pop, she says as she flips the chest open. <laughs> he does a quick eyeball. That's about 25,000 in gold, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's the number we were given. I'm glad it's accurate. As a reminder, Durin can count anything really right. quickly just by looking at it. Yep. <laughs> he's, yeah. a he's got gold sense, that boy. He's, he's, we like him a lot. He's closing in on 300 years old, so it's like, you know. Right. He's been at this for a little bit. Until they change the weight of the density of gold, he can count it. Basically, yeah. I could certainly be shopping around for you at Griftop. Are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, just something that we can get permanently and potentially expand on if we get if we get more funds later to actually have a permanent base for. You're looking to buy land. Then. You're looking to buy land then, not a not a, not an actual building. If there's a building already there, yes, but a building with some land, preferably. Yeah. And like a lot of land that we can run on. We can have get dogs. Some, but, but, but yes, a, de- a decent amount of land for training and potentially <laughs> building on. What is any question? Yeah, uh, for the GM. Yes, uh, Griftop is is Griftop on the coast or is there like a river through it or something? Uh, Griftop is on a cliff that has just like almost everything on the plateau. Uh, cliff that goes okay. down. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So there, there's no waterfront property per se in. I Griftop. mean, mm-hmm. cliff front, which would be the closest thing to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> closest thing you get to the cliff, the, the waterfront is the cliff. Okay. Then, nah, Ghent doesn't have any other specific suggestions at that point, then. Is there uh, uh, specific perhaps... or you might have? Cody? Uh, oh, um... Foot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, something if, if a building. Uh, something with perhaps an arcane workshop of some sort. Or if it is large enough for a land, uh, there is something that I have been looking at. Uh, it is far, far down the road, but we would need a sizable, sizable area. With this much uh, gold, that does raise a question. Uh, that does raise a question. Do we want inside the town limits or do we want something outside with a little more room to spread? With this much gold, with this much gold at your disposal, uh, we might be able to buy a sustainable chunk of land, and then hire workmen to create something that you'd like, rather than trying to buy something that already exists. That's probably the wiser choice of the two. In both cases, it's worth seeing what specifically is available. Certainly, certainly. Just a good idea to know what you want before I go out. 
so that I don't make any so I don't make any Indeed. promises or suggestions that you wouldn't want. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. We're looking to have a decent sized home for the steel hearts, and potentially in the future we might need we might want to grow the steel hearts. So enough room to expand. It would certainly be convenient if Titania stopped planting things in the training garden. I'll pack up my things, take young Merrick with me, and we'll be back in a week. Perfect. We're going to we're going to be leaving in a couple of hours to escort a supply caravan down to Morvik Dun, so we'll be out for a while as well. Very good, very good. Marek, pack your kit bag. And he flips his newspaper back open, puts the pipe back in, with the understanding that by your kit bag, he means our kit bags. <laughs> As Merrick <laughs> hustles out of, the, out of the workshop and upstairs. <laughs> so you've got, at this point, you've got about an hour and a half before the, the, uh, the established meeting time. Gent's gonna go talk to Tilra and make sure a bath is drawn. Hmm. A bath is drawn. Uh, weirdly, she's yeah. mid draw. When you like find her, she's in the middle of drawing a bath. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh well, I guess you know what to expect then. Thank you very much. When a bunch of adventurers get home after a long while, I imagine baths are one of the few things they haven't had. I'm sure Titania will be in first. <laughs> Yep. I have uh, sure. been out in the... So, <laughs> as she's after she finished drawing the bath, uh, she does uh, uh, stick her head out the, out the... Make sure you drop your dirty things in the laundry room so I can get them clean. Will do. Um, I have been out in the hut not participating in the conversation about what we should, we should build or like long-term planning or anything. What's right now what <laughs> lots of things uh as you step in as you okay. sort of duck, duck, the hut is slightly shorter than you so you duck into it and it is just wall to ceiling mushrooms and fungus growing on every surface inside the hut all manner of different kinds from what you can tell all of it's hallucinogenic none of it's poisonous beautiful she did so well Exactly what I wanted. Well, okay. I mean, it's poisonous um, in that it's hallucinogenic, but it's not like deadly poisonous or, yeah. or emetic or anything like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Most most things that do something weird to you are slightly poisonous. Yo, I want hallucinogenic daggers. I want daggers <laughs> that poison you with hallucinogens. Titania can probably help with that. It's just... Can I learn to attach the alchemist fire to a dagger to then throw it, explode, and then get the dagger back? I mean, you could always dip a dagger in alchemist fire. It'll be on fire when you throw it. <laughs> Technically speaking, capsaicin is a mild poison. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Set everything on fire. Yeah. Alchemist fire burns on whatever it's on, so you just dip the knife in it, pull it back out, and the knife's on fire. That is actually a very important uh, GM question. Uh, if I did start doing that, uh, would one dip of that consume the one alchemist fire 
to to coat the the dagger. What's the dice that Alquist fire does? A uh, D six of fire damage. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah. I'll say, uh, yeah, we'd have three coatings out of that. Excuse me, it's a D4 fire oh, damage. Uh, two coatings out of that, then. Ah. Uh, cool. So one, uh, one, one jar of alchemist fire could give you two coatings. Give <laughs> me. It would be a bonus action to dip the dagger in, though, so. No, totally. I got bonus actions for days. <laughs> yep, yep. So you have one I bonus am... action. <laughs> Looking for something fairly mellow just i'm gonna go give me a nature my mother again i don't i kind of just want to chill give me a nature check i've had a stressful couple days so grab something go back in give me a nature check to talk okay (laughs) all right i'm great at nature checks by which i mean i have a plus two it's not great (laughs) Four. Yes. <laughs> this is great. I have you inspiration. Grab, I'm not using. You that. grab something. <laughs> yep. All right. Tuck that in my bag. Head back in. Bath. It awaits. A, yeah. You'd probably meet Gento on the way, who's basically like, "Yep, it's ready." <laughs> Good. Thank you. Dear God. So. Bi- Shadia having been stalled out there, somebody else claimed <laughs> it. Oh, so Ariel's in there first? Yeah. Fuck yes. Oh, yeah, so Titania, you get to the bathroom and there's a the sound of somebody scrubbing already in there. Tilra goes, uh, Ariel got in there first. Hello, dear. As Ariel is cleaning Tilra's, or as Tilra is cleaning Ariel's clothes. Uh, I've. Mmm. You could always go and join her. I believe the time is you snooze, you lose. I wasn't snoozing. I was refreshing myself outdoors after having been sick for several days. So you were so you were you were you were recuperating, which is a type of snoozing. Mm, I don't know that word. Comes Scuzz comes in butterball naked, drops his clothes off and gets into the tub with Ariel. Yep. Hey bestie. <laughs> hey Scuzz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not fair. Now, now there's not really more. Going to go see only if we can buy a few healing yeah. potions before we're setting out again. See sure. all of you when we <laughs> You heard me. <laughs> there's a lot of butter on this goblin. He's got to wash it off. This is a very pleasant bath partner. He doesn't do anything. He just cleans and chills out. Right. Of course. They're going to take forever. Okay, there I'm going to go. There is a little rubber bath. duck in the bath, though. There is a rubber duck. There's always a rubber duck. I'm going to go sponge bath then, because I don't trust Ariel to not take ages and ages. It look like, like to and, look like a raisin. I yeah. mean, it's not like I have to wash my hair. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's perfect. It's Disney, it's but it's perfect. I go, I go do that and take my mushroom and get ready to go. I spend a very long amount of time trying to figure out clothes. You eat the mushroom? Yep. Okay. Oh, dear. Oh, well. Here we go. I'm making a con save? No. No? no. Okay. Yes. <laughs> not this time. Right. Okay. That not, kind. Not for this one. Cool. <laughs> the problem is the con save DC would have been 50. So you you asked your friend who's very good at growing mushrooms to make yeah. you a mushroom hut. 
and uh-huh. she is a very good friend. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah. Okay. She's also very good at growing mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So, um, Titania, well, you get done. You get done scrubbing yourself down. Mm-hmm. All the skin flakes on the ground have turned into snakes and crawled away. You, oh, okay. You, you, that, 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 that's pretty normal. Um, yep. Something on my foot and good. Hang on. Sorry. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, I figured that was Are Titania. You sure you did? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's something was poking me in the foot, and I had to get. Tell you why he's staring at your towel. <laughs> <laughs> you get dressed. Yep. You head downstairs. Mm-hmm. You what pat- does Valdeth see? Valdeth, you see Titania. You're sort of just sort of wavering a little bit as she's walking. Titania, there's a Medusa mm-hmm. over there in plate armor. That's weird. No. Oh. Uh, there's a hydra. You, you can see there's a, there's a hydra sticking its head in the window, asking the asking the snakes of the Medusa's hair for tea, which they then produce. Ooh, ooh, I would like some of that. Tea sounds Certainly. lovely. They uh, they they offer you a cup of tea. Uh, uh, Titania I don't have to deal with this. Titania seems to be talking to one of the plants uh, by a windowsill. Valda. Mm-hmm. Oh god damn it. Um this is great tea. Everstone give me strength. Carolina, you are able to buy potions of whatever value you're looking okay. for. I assume book price. Yeah, book price. I'm buying seven of them. I have plenty of cash and then each of you is getting one. If I have to stick it into Tanya's back pocket because she's too drugged up to notice, I will. I already have a couple. Basic healing potions? I don't care. You're getting another one. Okay. Are they basic healing potions or anything more more advanced? Basic. Uh, The ones you can get in the player's handbook. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So 50 gold. Did everyone get one? Yes. Yay! Each PC receives one basic healing potion from Carolina, who probably walked to, like, the Green Banner uh, grocer. You walked to, like, the corner alchemist shop. Yeah. <laughs> there's a really it's tired... A bodega. There's a, there's a, it's, it's, yeah, like, it's... I imagine there's bodegas that are vent- adventurer-specific. Yeah, this is the adventurers. Well, it's, like it's, called, it's like a vending machine. Yeah, it, it's called Tyrion Greens. Um, and they, wow. they have a variety of <laughs> name of my future dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scuzz is also gonna gonna go um, and buy uh, after he's nice and clean and reasony. Mm-hmm. Go buy uh, components to make more alchemist fire. Okay. He currently has uh, a giant six. bipedal lizard walks past you, Titania, <clears throat> wearing a poncho. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no! You, oh. you're, you're fine. You, you go do the thing. 
Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I thought another scene was happening. Okay. No, it's the nope. same scene. A giant nope. bipedal lizard walks by to Tanya as Scuzz goes by. Nice. Um, yeah, he goes and buys uh, components to make more alchemist fire, and he will give you all, he will make enough for each of you to have one as well. So one pocket for a potion and one pocket for an alchemist fire. He's like, just throw Do not one. mix the two. Do not mix the two. <laughs> this is a bad, you'll have a bad time, a really bad time. One is for throwing, one is for throwing back. Yeah, after after Ariel and Scuzz have had their bath, Valdez goes to get one of her own. Okay. Yep. The Medusa leaves to Tanya. Ithram um, <laughs> uh, comes down to start uh, grinding up some of his uh, gold coins. There's a, a giant walking past you now. Whoa. It's like a fire giant. Like, it's big, and, wow. and, and the ceiling is somehow tall enough for it. Uh, it's like got a big flaming beard. You're really big hot. flaming beard. <laughs> Ithram, you Sorry, hear to There's a tell walk. You. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he turns and says... <laughs> he, he turns and goes, I'm sorry, what? Fire. You have no I sweating? I, you have no idea what this giant is saying because you don't speak giant, Sonia. So it's just like I'm oh, miming. Oh. <laughs> Errol walks Hello. and then there's a stop and then there's a backwards walking to turn and look. <laughs> what does Aria look right. like? There is there th- this like radiant sunlight like formed Aww. into a humanoid shape is leaning towards you and talking in gibberish and it's kind of bright and you kind of squint and look away all right i need my sunglasses for this <laughs> wow i like the idea that titania doesn't actually pull anything out but just mimes sunglasses I, except, and thus that, has sunglasses. that's exactly what happens there are no sunglasses but that's what that's the oh dear god <laughs> Hearing the conversation, Gent sticks his head out of the workshop to see yeah. what's going on. Uh, uh, there is a there's a golem leaning out of the workshop, to Tanya. Uh, what on earth is this? Is large metal steel oh. construction? She's she's high off her ass. Apparently, she took the strongest mushroom she could find. Now this says, no. Oh, um, that is literally love. the most. Can most you step over here, please? Thing you could have said. Titania, the the golem is like brandishing a battle axe and waving it at you. Sure, I'll take that. It's offering it to me. This is great. Titania reaches out and grabs something out of the air. Thanks. You're welcome. Where are you headed? It's not. Hurt. You start miming with the battle action. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like testing it. <laughs> I always wanted one of these. The battle axe explodes into light, and now it's a lightsaber. <laughs> cool. A lightsaber or a lightsaber battle axe? Sure. Who's <laughs> 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 yeah. to say that all lightsabers on Grand Terra aren't lightsaber battle axes? Exactly. Gent's going to try and pick Titania up and see what happens. The golem is coming at you with a very angry look on its face. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, uh, I'll lean over to Ithram. Do you happen to have a sleep spell? Did I? Yes. I'm gonna try and hand that axe back to it, assuming that it's 
I, if, if you want it back. Lord Minar, if but, everyone backs out of the radius, we can just put her to sleep. No, we can, I don't have the spell prepared today. Oh. Also, she's an Eladrin, person? and magical sp- sleep yes. spells do not work on her. Yes. You have hold person prepared. I'm not going to shoot my girlfriend. I wasn't. I was asking Ithram. I only minute. have the one version, and I have not scribed it into my spellbook yet because I have lacked the funds that I now currently have. Right. Okay. I walk forward. I bend, just pick up over so, shoulder, and I'm carried up to her since room. Gint and Ariel are both trying to do this. Either both of you can make athletics checks, or one of you can do it with advantage. My athletics is plus six. Mm. You are grabbing. You, really you are grabbing the, 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 uh, the lad. <laughs> we need to twenty-four. <laughs> Yeah, as you pick her up, you do you do know that you've got like thirty minutes before the meetup time. Uh, but yeah, you the right. two of you managed to pick up Titania between yep. the two of you. Titania, you, you are being grabbed by the light thing <laughs> and the golem at the same time. You grab okay. the arms, I'll grab the legs. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know what's happening. You're being carried. <laughs> I'm very curious where this the is. The house is elongating as it goes. Ooh. Like oh, okay. As, and and where the stairs like would normally be as they open the door to the stairs, there's just more hallway that they take you down. If can can just looking at how she how she's reacting, uh, can Ethram just kind of make a guess at maybe how long this will uh, last, or maybe what check. what perhaps she took? A medicine check or a nature check, I, one of the two. Uh, nature. No. I got a plus five, no but it doesn't idea. matter when you roll like shit. <laughs> she took a mushroom. Some sort of hallucinogenic. Yes. That's going oh, to well. that's probably going to last. Why we don't have our back. They seem to have it covered, though. I will go back to grinding my gold. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> we have 30 minutes to get to the outskirts of the city. I'm going to get going now. I hope everyone else will arrive on uh, time. Destination was the mercenary yard. It's not the outskirts of the city. Yeah, so we're already nearby. We have 30 minutes to get to the mercenary yards. It seems you have some cargo that's going to slow you down. I'm going to arrive on time. Have a nice day. <laughs> After after Valdez gets out of her bath, she will. I, I, oh, one one second. After after Carolina leaves, Gent just turns to Ariel. Doesn't she usually set herself up as her role here? By her own admission, is Titania's more or less bodyguard supervisor, right? Something to that effect. I don't know. I don't pay that much attention. All right, just you know. Hmm. Two of you carrying Titania. I'm responsible for external, <laughs> not the drugs Titania to, chooses. Yeah, to not self-administered herself. threats. That's <laughs> that would be that would be your and Valdez's responsibility. Which is why I'm here. Yes, where absolutely. you take yeah. Valdez will be along shortly. I'm sure. Probably back just back up to her room. Do you put her on Lie. the bed or in the, just in the room? Mm, in the bed. Mm. Somebody will have to stay here. She will walk out otherwise. Oh, yes. No, I'm going to Prefer. stay and make sure she's got all okay. of her things packed. Mm-hmm. You are good? Good. 
The, uh, yes. Tanya, you are tossed onto a bed of flowers that explodes up and begins forming shapes in the sky. Ooh. That's pretty. I try and catch one. You continue do that. This is yep. adorable. Valdeth? Eventually, after Valdeth gets out of the bath and dries herself off and puts her armor back on, presumably with fresh clothes, um, she will walk up to Titania's room. We're in here. You know, as much as I would love to just give her the time to come down on her own, I almost want to see the re- the uh, the interaction when her mother presumably fixes this immediately to give her a talking to. Well, oh yes, that's certainly not happening until we're done with this conversation. I mean, I absolutely want to be there for that. Well, uh, it's possible that her mother will be meeting us once we assemble with the relief caravan. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a mind to just start carrying her there. I mean, she seems to be marginally calm, and I think she's got most of her kit together. So yes, we can head that way if you'd like. Hmm? Yeah, just delightful. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I don't know if I can carry her entirely by myself, just because of how short I am. But she's not that I'll... much taller than me. No, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll rig up. Actually, yeah. I wonder if there's enough time. Um, no, there isn't. <laughs> Probably not. If you're asking if there's enough time, the answer is probably no. I'm oh. tall and have a and have a decently high strength factor. I will pick her up. There's there's piggyback. Yes, no, that that's easy enough. It's yes. Titania no. Titania, the radiant light person is giving you a piggyback ride. Oh. I mean less piggyback ride, more F five position, but sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what that is. That is like over shoulder. Chairman's carry? A little bit, yeah. Okay. It's essentially a fireman's carry. As far as you're aware, it's a piggyback ride. Yeah. You fair, are not fair, aware fair. of the physics of reality right now. No, no. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is absolutely fair. Oh, this is exciting. I'm going to try and steer. <laughs> <laughs> you just grab hair and yank. <laughs> Ariel, Titania is pulling your hair. Whack! Oops. Instinctual. <laughs> You feel pressure, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Gent, Gent is trailing behind with the luggage. I'll say. <laughs> if you need, if you need, to you're gonna have a totally broken nose by the time we, by the time you come. If you, down. If this you is gonna need, be amazing. If you need to, you can pass her over to me. I might no, no. be short, but I'm. This is fine. Perfectly strong. When she comes to, she will have learned a lesson. I don't think she will. <laughs> This is the first time any of you have seen Ariel's hair. Let me have this, punch! (laughs) This is the first time any of you have ever seen Ariel's hair not perfectly in place. (laughs) Okay, and all it'll take is a shake of the head. (laughs) And it's just literally just like uh, fingers through and then a shake and it's just perfect. And it's like, damn. (laughs) I sorted my immortal soul to do this one trick. (laughs) So, you all gather in the courtyard that is in the sort of the central area of the mercenary yards where you find several like supplies 
not on wagons, just sort of like stacked up in various places. There doesn't seem to be any sort of like carriages or no caravans here. There's just a bunch of right. people magical with boxes. Right, magical transportation. That makes sense. So that would be the fast way to get around the siege. Yes. No, you're right there. Eventually, at exactly the appointed time... <laughs> I imagine I'm waving at everyone by this point because everyone's everyone yeah. looks different. The, uh, it's uh, fascinating. Uh, uh, Annette Valkorian, Titania's mother, walks towards the group of the gathered supplies and individuals um, flanked by six other individuals in varying uh, robes of varying colors all wielding staves. Titania, a beholder is approaching from the distance. (laughs) Oh! Oh, shit! And it's staring at you. Shit! I'm and gonna... None of your friends are here. All yeah. of the eyes are staring at you. I'm gonna this go is a gas fat, this, is, this is a fast well, way to develop scopophobia. You can't cast magic while a beholder is staring at you. I don't. I don't think Titania knows enough to know that. I'm gonna cast gaseous form. It doesn't work. If I, if I see her start to try and cast anything, I am just grabbing the arms of oh, the yeah. Arthur and yeah, like no, preventing you're, you're preventing them the, you're preventing the, You're preventing the somatic components from but but to Titania's mind, it's just not working. Yeah. <laughs> shit! Shit! <laughs> As the beholder gets closer That's and closer enough. and Annette... Would you like me to set her down? Looks over at Ariel. Sighs. What did she take? That's a very Some good question. I wish yes. we knew. Some sort of mushroom, I believe, was the consensus. Generally. Probably she, a psychedelic. She closes her eyes and breathes in through her nose. And all of you feel the general temperature drop five degrees. <laughs> Delightful. Outside, nice. <laughs> Not in a room, but outside. Yeah, outside. Just in open air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, scary. Val- Valdeth is probably inappropriately amused right now. Well, Don't. we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, as how? She, how is she going she... to take teleportation? That's going to be... <laughs> I'm glad you got there a second after she did. going to be amazing. Uh, as she turns and taps the, taps her staff down, and just a void rips open in the middle of the, field, in the, middle of the square that passes through to uh, a, a section of the interior of Morvik Dune, near actually where the, the, uh, the meteor is. As she, as she does that, that seems to be the signal as all of the porters around begin hefting and carrying things through. As she stands there holding her staff, the crystal lit as she holds this gate open. Run along through. Well, let's see how this goes. Foul that steps through. Titania. It's from a follow. There is a, there is a large glowing fire portal in the middle of the room that the radiant person is about to carry you through. 
Okay. Just, well, just for fun, I stop before the portal. I do like a 360 degree spin and I just dance my way through. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let that happen at this point because it's Your away from the beholder. entire body just comes apart at the seams as you atomize through this portal. <laughs> How much screaming is there? None, because her mouth <laughs> doesn't Dent exist right anymore. <laughs> okay. I am, like, just hanging near Ariel just... On the off chance Titania manages to get out of her grip, I can grab Titania. Uh, I wonder if there is a bad enough trip to make Titania actually learn something. What, from this. what for the rest of you is a couple seconds of stepping through the portal. For Titania mm -hmm. is eons of space and time. As ah, you watch, I, you have gotten an accurate description of what an acid trip is like. Ooh, as you, I've, I've, as you watch your own atoms come apart around you and hurl through space and through images and through all of the various planes of the, of the material realm and then reconstruct in Morvic Dune as you vomit <laughs> and are feeling Been less there. and are feeling better now <laughs> as everything Whoa. is back to normal to your perceptions. The only difference is it was not Marvick Dune, it was Mount Tabor. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, for the rest of you, Ariel, you carry, you carry Tanya through, set her down, and she just spews. <laughs> as long as she spewed after I set her down, it's fine. And then I do the... Kendall just sort of pat her gently on the back. <laughs> there are people walking past you carrying crates and things, Tanya. Valdeth kneels down next to Tanya. Feeling better? No. Uh... Did, we, did we learn anything? Yes, what did we learn today? <laughs> it's been 30 seconds. Let's give her a bit. Puking isn't fun. I mean, that's a start. <laughs> <laughs> It's all over your clothes and everything. Shit. Shit. Hey, sir, you wouldn't happen to know. Oh, of course oh, you don't. No. <laughs> it has been literally one day. As the as the as the porters finish carrying things through, Annette walks through and lays a hand on Titania's shoulder, and all of the vomit disappears. Because Annette doesn't have a cantrip. <laughs> Oh, I can do that canter too. Wait, wait, here we go. Feeling better? Scuzz, <laughs> don't. You'll get a bloody nose. Gent is, hand, Gent is handing. Gent is handing. Gent is handing to Tan. Gent is handing to Tanya a water flask. <laughs> Thanks. I am drinking that. Uh, Annette did ask you if you were feeling better. Yeah, I'm fine. Good, because you were looking at me like I was a beholder, and I was worried for a little bit. You were. She takes a I'm second to parse that. <laughs> I'm fine. Would you like some soup? No, I'm perfectly fine. We have to finish making sure this gets to the right place. 
and the crates are unloading and loading around. Very well. She turns and looks at the mages that are walking around. Report to the various siege commanders around the city and make yourselves useful. They all nod and split. Okay, that's I'm it. looking around, seeing if I can see a giant pirate hat anywhere. <laughs> no, because you're inside Morbid Dune right now. Oh, right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Stop by the. Uh, I forget. It was the captain. Was the one that we spoke to that gave us a job. Uh, Malik Starcarver. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go see if we can find Captain Starcarver. He's he's over there. You can see him from where you're at. Yeah. Valdeth walks over to Captain Starcarver. Ah, welcome back, everybody. I see you've brought supplies from Taram, and I'm assuming that means our caravan is not coming. Uh, no, it appears that um, it was attacked by a dragon that is no longer a problem. Well, uh, good on you. Uh, we've got your weapons and gold prepared over here. Hey, thanks. As he Valdeth sort of will go and find the great sword. So there is a series. Of, so there is a great sword, a sickle, a great sword for Havalith, a sickle for Titania, um, a short sword for Scuzz, and a warhammer for Carolina. Right? I think Scuzz. I think Scuzz has changed yeah. his mind. I think Scuzz has changed his mind to ask for a rapier. Or yes. it was a rapier. That's right. It was a rapier for yep. Scuzz. Um, and it was gold for Gent, Ariel, and Ithram. Correct. Yep. yep. So there is, uh, there is 5,000 gold for Ariel, Gent, and Ithram. <clears throat> a piece or total? A piece. Star metal is very expensive. And if you're getting equivalent value. Um, so what would this weapon be? So. Fine uh, in front of my gold. <laughs> so uh, Wait, there no. is a weapons rack that you all see that has the series of expertly crafted weapons made of this white material that glows with this inherent radiance. Um, each of these are each of these have the same stats as their book weapon. Plus, they all emit they all emit uh, uh, bright light for twenty feet and dim light for another twenty feet, just inherently at all times. Uh, they also all do additional an additional weapon uh, an additional die worth of radiant damage, that die being equal to their weapon dice damage. So the great sword does two d six slashing and one d six radiant. The rapier does one d eight piercing and one d eight radiant. The uh, the sickle does whatever damage a sickle is plus that also in radiant. Do they have a do they have a magic bonus or uh, they uh, yes they are all plus two weapons, um, and they are considered magic. <coughs> so they emit they light are. for how far? Uh, uh, t they emit uh, bright light for twenty feet and dim light for another twenty feet. Okay. Uh, and they all have and and uh, the weapons that have the heavy property innately do not have the heavy property. Anything nice. that doesn't have the heavy property has the light property. <coughs> and if it already had the light property, it now has thrown for um, <coughs> uh, thrown for uh, thirty sixty. Because star metal is awesome. strong and light. 
I'm gonna put this in my weapon bracelet thing that Ithram made. Yep. You, you also, for a second I now have a flashlight that I can punch things while using. You, you, you focus on it for a second and it vanishes in a puff of light into your pocket dimension. How do you add different types of damage? Uh, I will. I th- I can. These are simple enough that I can create them as magic items on on D and D Beyond. Yeah. Okay. But... Yeah. 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 yeah okay. That would be great. Yeah, wow. These are beautiful. Thank you. Made them myself. Very nice. You're very good. The uh, the the sickle is a actually rather than most sickles that are sort of curved, um, this is a more of a uh, kind of like a half a rectangle. Mm. So it's got it's it's actually got little corner edges on the inside of it rather than a smooth curve. Uh, the great sword Valdeth is basically a one big rectangle, <laughs> like it doesn't even have a tip. So. The uh, the 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 executioner style greatsword that's just yeah. like a horizontal block with no tip. Yep. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a wide executioner sword basically. <clears throat> the warhammer is very clearly dwarven in origin with its with its sort of blocky tech with its sort of blocky feats and everything, and the rapier has a very is has a very simple hilt guard rather than like a big fancy basket hilt. It's just sort of like a sort of like a basic saber hilt. That's perfect. And again, <clears throat> Gint, Ithram, and Ariel both all get an extra five thousand gold into the piece. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your services. I hope these uh, live up to your satisfaction. Yeah, already doing a good job of it. Glad to assist. How's the siege going? It's going. The uh, the giant's been hurling more stuff than their trebuchets have. We managed to cripple most of their trebuchets, but they have shut down one of the entrances, so we're only fighting on three fronts right now. But it indicates to the mages that have arrived. Mages from Tehran will give us a hand. Valet will armory the greatsword. And I suppose these supplies will... <clears throat> keep your soldiers running for at least the foreseeable future? We were already running low, so yes, definitely. Yeah, William, basically that, but made out of bright white metal. Yeah. Well, um, if there's no further need of our services, uh, we are due back in Taram for some very important work that has recently come our way. Uh, Thank you, Captain, for allowing us to complete these services. Thank you. If you're ever in town, give us a holler. Certainly will. Valdek will head back over to Annette. The gate is still open. Uh, Is it still open? Yeah. Okay, well, Valdek will sort of look at Annette and are we clear to head back through? Certainly. I'm only holding it open for you. Valdek looks at the rest of us. Shall we go back? Absolutely. Gent's going to be the last to pass through. Hmm? Aaron? As we're all heading back, I will look to Titania. You're actually okay now. 
Yeah, I'm fine. Um, Maybe dilute that one in the future. I don't think that's how it's supposed to be taken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, yes. Um, yes. Uh, I'll head through. It's yeah. much less traumatic this time going Yeah. Gent's going to stop and talk to Lady Valkorian very briefly before he comes through. Yes, Gent. Uh, what day this week would work best for her visit? Well, any day if she comes by the if she comes by the Air Authority building where I work. Uh, but for the house, I should be home most days this week. She can check with her father. Um. Very good. I'll make sure she takes care of that. She gives you a smile. It doesn't reach her eyes. And we are through the gate. And no, I don't. Gent will take what he can get. <clears throat> you all go through the gate. Annette follows behind. It closes. Well, thank you once again for letting us know about the the incident in Morvik Dune. It was very helpful. Thank you for pro- providing the transportation. It is part of and my duties. And the supplies. Duty. And the supplies, yes. She just nods. It's part of my duties. Well, I will leave you to your life of grand adventure. And she turns and walks away. All right. Uh, let's head back home. Possibly there's a discussion that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. You I'm are. grabbing more food as we go back through the city again. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You get more food, yeah. you all get home. All right. There is a moat of Idos far to the south, and apparently what we need to handle it is here in the city, and I feel like that's sort of the top of our priority list, but please correct me if I'm wrong. No, sounds right. No, that's that's number one item at the moment, yes? Yes, accurate. Quick question. Why do we all suddenly believe the guy that we didn't believe before? Did we not believe him before? Oh, I there guess was some talk of leave him before. There was some talk of doubt, and the thing is, we, think... we can we can doubt that, but we can't ignore it because if it's right, we die if we ignore it. Well, yeah. and and if there is a black spherical gem somewhere within the bounds of this city that has some power to it, that at least will give our informant a measure of credential that we can start to test, hopefully. Unless our informant is actually an enemy, in which case that black sphere coming into the Eidos sphere's contact could spell the doom of all reality, but I understand and the desire to fuck it, just do magic. Well, All of my other characters I, I, from my other games is so appreciating Carolina's paranoia at the moment. 
<laughs> but what if it's a double blind twist turn con? Yeah, and which is great a- because Carolina is just mar mar magic bang. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a valid concern. I was speaking of the first stage of seeing if the gem exists and possibly step two, acquiring it. But you're absolutely right. Whether or not we follow through on the entire plan will definitely be a conversation that needs to happen as well In if we're lacking further confirmation that sets our minds at ease. There's, well, a, if- there's a very popular term. Uh, ideal, as you can imagine, with... Generally disreputable people. Present company accepted, of course. Um, trust then verify. Because there's really no otherwise, you simply think yourself in a circle and get parano- paralyzed with inaction. Hmm. Uh, fair enough. Well, if we need to know at least where to start looking, it sounds like Titania. Uh, has a open invitation to ask such questions. We did just get a personal request to speak with one of the more powerful people in the city. Specifically, you did. Well, it says looking for Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but we don't even know if that's like connected at all. We have no idea where this thing is. It could be. It can't hurt to ask someone as knowledgeable and magically capable as your mother. Unless you can think of some reason why it might hurt. No. Like Um, Ariel said, if we think about this too hard, we'll just think ourselves in circles of inaction. And we, like I said, we can't afford to ignore this. No, it's getting closer. Okay, so I have that. I also have a, a this. I'll pull out a bag of these will lead me to my hang on, let me look at my family tree again real quick. Great grandma's great great grandparents. Is this the, sorry, it? what are those? Um they're fire they're uh fireflies. It's a bag of fireflies. And they will lead to um, a door, which I don't know where it is right now, but it's somewhere in the city. Um, they hide it quite well. Uh, is this to find one of the three, one of the original three? I cannot remember if they were one. No. I don't think so. I, 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 I like the idea that. I mean, that's. Titania was not informed that these are for tiny. the original three is when you looked for that door, though I don't know if it was to one of them directly. No, it uh, it's uh, your... Great-great-grandparents. Great, yeah. Yeah. Amelina and Eistine are in the city. Let me find, um, let me find those names just to verify. <laughs> yeah, I've got the thing yeah. pulled up. Uh, can, uh, you, can you send that back my way? Because I seem to have lost my copy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Amelina <laughs> Valkorian and Einstein Cadwallader, which is a great name. Let me, let me, yeah, send that back my way so I can correct yeah. the pronunciation. Hang I on. Know you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably pronouncing them terribly. Um, Cadwallader is a way of pronouncing it. Yeah. But um, they, I mean, they at least, I can also, I went and talked to, well, that's when 
we got the first one that we all sort of that triggered everything and we all started to remember when I was talking to the Archbishop. Nope, that's not it. Arch someone. Canon. Arch Canon. I don't know. No, the Arch the Archbishop. Yeah. Archbishop. The Archbishop. Okay. Yeah. The Archbishop, who's one of the one, one of, of the, the three, uh, three yeah. children. Second born, specifically. Uh, three firstborn, yeah. Uh here it is. Let me attach the file. Takes me a sec. That folder. That folder. That folder. There. Thank you. It's in Slack. Ah, uh, yes. Abelina, Falcorian, and Estin. Estian. Estian. Estian? Yeah, Estian. Estian. Okay. Estian Yeah. Yeah. They know so, a couple of the. Uh, they know the location of of another, um, for the first first born. So, do we have any ideas who might have the knowledge of where this thing is, of anyone who isn't directly a Valkorian family member? I have contacts. I can check with them. I mean. Weird, random, magical. That's the sort of thing that that's the sort of thing that bounty hunters tend to run across and will get passed along. So I can I can certainly look around. There's also there's also Ralnor Weaveborn potentially. Yes, that's, that's an option. Yes. Or any arcane library in the city could perhaps scour it. They may not know. The importance of if there is something there. Feels a bit like we're looking for a magical needle in a magical haystack, though. With this. Oh, a magical needle in a city-sized haystack, to make it worse. Yes, but 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 if Carolina doesn't say magical twice, she can't imply that it's bad twice. <laughs> No, because a needle you can find with a magnet. If you're looking for a particular needle among other needles, they're all magnet. Well, this is maybe more magical than other things, and the city's not that magical. It's been kind of fading, right? Which is why it's probably fairly well concealed. Otherwise, somebody would have found it by now. Okay. We've got some time in the day. I'm gonna take a trip up to the rail to the Weaveborn archives because, honestly, of all of our contacts, he's the easiest one to have a conversation. Um, what are we telling everyone? Because he, quite frankly, yeah, that's the other side of things. Wasn't part of our job to report back. Quite frankly, uh, yeah, you have to report. You need to report back to um, Barnabas. Yeah, to oh, yeah. General, 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 General Barnabas. Barnabas. Recent transportation methods. We can put it off a day. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Someone needs to speak to Barnabas. Quite frankly, okay. Railnor is sort of invested in the defense of the city, 
and is someone that I feel like we can probably trust with the, hey, there's a hole of IDOS down there that we need to seal up. Well, and mm. I, I would I would be cautious about going. I feel like it's a perfectly legitimate thing, especially on, amongst the arcane community, to simply say we've got a problem, but our research has led us to rough description of object as a possible solution. Definitely, without so, any more specificity than that, unless it becomes imperatively necessary over the course of whatever conversation. Don't go in just leading with a lot of detail. This is fair. Maybe this is true, and probably will be the best approach. However, we cannot go into this thinking we're going to solve everything ourselves. Also valid. Nobody was saying that. But if we, everyone if we, knows if my we stance on the random paranoia of everyone around us. Yeah. If we distrust everyone and tell no one anything, we're not going to get. No, but we do, we find out who we can trust for certain before we tell people. I think it's the key. Enough details to be helpful. We don't need to tell everything. Exactly. Correct. But- Anyways, if we know what we want to tell Barnatus, I don't mind taking that conversation. So I'll I'll head up to the Weaveborn district if you want to go find Lieutenant General Barnabas and just report the bad shit we found. Not necessarily anything further than that. Nothing just from visions, uh, but what we observed and what we were able to infer about it. Yes, the thing the things that is strictly speaking what our job entails. Can do. And I'll so go the, check so- with. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh no. Ghent was just confirming the sort of things that will corroborate what the other Griffin companies are likely to report as well. Yes, exactly. And I will go check with my contacts to see what is anything there. Okay. I will head to as I look up the layers. Uh, what's the what's the details of your of your feature, Jeremy? Uh, you know, shit. No, I don't. Hold on. Let me get the exact detail. Um, I'm just trying to think of who I'm sending you to. Uh, you are in frequent contact with people in the segment of society that your chosen quarries move to. These might be people associated with the criminal underworld, the rough and rumbled poke of the city, or members of high society. It could literally be anybody, because you have, as a bounty hunter, you have to have contacts in all ranges of people. I know who you're going to talk to, then. Uh, so, Valdez is going to Railnor. Caroline is going to Varnabas. Ariel is going to a specific dwarf. Um, Perhaps we should each take somebody with us. So that we don't get attacked by whatever. That's fair. Um, Gent, Tatanya, uh, whenever you want to travel with me. You go, Gent. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Where are you going then? Uh, whoever. All right. Carolina or Titania would be helpful given your status for what I'm trying to do. But he is yeah. your relative. That is true. I'll help with that. I go 
know what's in through them. Goblin bros. High five. <laughs> she leaves Ariel by herself. I was going to say. <laughs> That's fine. I can handle myself. Uh, uh, how how long I'm... has it been since uh, I sent Mal off? Uh, only a couple would of have at least would have would you probably at least reached? Yeah, he may. Have, oh. he, he's probably reached there by now. Okay, then I'll I will just in his head will be like, sorry if anybody was uh, using him, and then just summon him, and he'll uh, pop out on my shoulder, and then he'll fly over to Ariel. There's a, there's a bit of sand you... on him that shakes off as he reappears. <laughs> Could, oh, he could, was chasing a snake. Could you? I don't know exactly like what what it's supposed to look like or something, but uh, the I can get a scroll here for the spell I was oh, talking yes. about. Could you? Could you buy me one? Um, I'll hand over. I don't know how much gold it is for us. Sorry, I forgot which scroll are you looking for. <laughs> the um. Uh, you're looking for, for I'm someone familiar. familiar. A universal oh, spell scroll. Of yeah, find familiar. familiar. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Oliver has something very important to say. Can you say the name? Can you say I love you? Okay. Hi. And uh, who's your favorite person out of everybody here? And you cannot pick mommy. <laughs> oh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Good job, baby. I love you. Hey, hey, night. Aaron, Aaron is Oliver's favorite. Uh, Oliver's favorite tonight. He is like like a cat, very fickle mm. in his favoritism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, crystal. Okay, so I will pick that up on the way as well. Where are you going? Yes, after? thank you. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh. The Weaveborn District, uh, just because I think that's the only place that has uh, an art uh, has a uh, arcane library. Okay, cool. And as you all uh, as you yeah. all set out to go to your various places to do your various bits of research, that's where we're going to take a break. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch, please stay tuned for these commercial messages. In a bit, we're back. All right. So, so Jeremy, where are you going to tell me where you can watch Chopping Mall? We're going to start with Shut Ariel. Up. So, Ariel. Okay. You head off into the wild wild west of Durham. Uh, because you know exactly who to talk to about magical oddities and things that are hard to come by. Um, there is a dwarf in Turam named Ludovico. Or Ludo, for his friends. Uh, who is oh, okay. who is a black market dealer in magical rarities? He's the kind of person that you go to if you, for instance, you could have given him that demon armor and he would have made a pretty penny on it. That kind of you know, he will sell anything to anyone and he can get his hands on all the weirdest shit. So if you're looking for a unique item or an item that you're unfamiliar with that is definitely magical, Ludo is the person to talk to. So you had you actually head up, uh, Taram, uh, into uh, da, 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 da. you head up to uh, Iacus, which is layer eight. 
um, because he because okay. uh, he operates uh, out of the he operates out of the um, out of the hospital district. Uh, that's not concerning at all. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he operates. He operates out of the hospital district. Um, and so you, you go you, you go to the hospital district. There's several different like sort of medical facilities of, of varying different uh, purposes and things there. Um, but there is on one side of one of the very few graveyards uh, in the city, which are in the which are in the which are in the um, uh, that are in the in the hospital district. There is a series of businesses that just happened to butt up against the, 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 the graveyard. And one of them is a warehouse that you know Ludo operates out of. Um, you get there and the door is closed and there is a, there's a sign that says, you know, we're closed for the day. It's like two in the afternoon. But there's a sign on that says we're closed for the day. And you know okay. that you, you know that uh, in order to get a meeting with Ludo, uh, you basically have to... Uh, there is a secret wall that only people that know him know how to get into. And basically, you go down the alley next to the, next to the, next to the warehouse and open up this secret door and go in. And if, if the warehouse is closed, he's in there. Makes sense. So I will make my way. Yeah, so you go down the alley. You feel for the bricks on the uh, on the side of the the wall. Push a thumb in, and the door slides open. You walk in, and you find yourself in an office space that is very well appointed. Very you know very nice carpet on the floor, uh, uh, wood paneling on the walls. This is distinctly not a warehouse room. It's something that's probably that's that's sort of built into the back of the warehouse, and there's sort of fake wall that sort of hides it all. Um, all manner of weird magical trinkets on shelves, on desks, hanging from sconces in the walls, and at the far end of the room, sitting at sitting at a desk, is Ludovico. Uh, long black hair that sort of slicked up and back and down to his down to the nape of his neck. Uh, short stubble. Um, uh, strong dwarven features. Uh, and, and um, he's sort of currently examining something. It's like sort of a it's like sort of a small square that is composed of smaller squares that uh, each have a, a lot of colors on them that some seem to match and some don't. And he's sort of fidgeting with it. Ah, Ariel, one of my favorite customers. How are how are things going for you? Good, good, good. We got an auction coming up. You want to be there or not? Uh, normally, I would love to, but I've I've been fairly busy. Um, fair, fair. You know how it goes. Oh yeah, you know. So I sell people things. You arrest them, and then I manage to get my hand on the things that I sold them. It's a nice little, you know, give and take. It's a wonderful arrangement. Yes. So, um, got a question. You speaking of 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 things that you might have heard of? Um, I heard word of a of a of an item mm -hmm. floating around. 
Uh, and I will describe it you, you in a general you, sense. Yeah. yeah. Any idea of the size? And you don't, so you just shrug. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you're talking about a soul stone. Now that's a that's a that's a mighty rare piece of magic that you're looking for there. Can I ask why? Might say. Uh, at this point, I would I would normally love to love to explain, but at this point, it's a let's say it's a fairly personal. Sure, sure. Situation. Well, I've sold a few in my time. Necromancers love them, you know. Capture some poor schmuck's soul, use it to power magic, yes, various things. I imagine that they do. Haven't sold one recently, though, and not to anybody in Taram. Um, but I can put some feelers out, see if anybody's got one they're holding on to. That would be delightful. I would, I'd be more than happy to pay. On average, what's the typical price? Uh, for Ludo's information, or or uh, for such an item. Oh, for the item. Oh, you're asking him what the price of the item would be. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. Those things can, those things can run. You through, Understanding it varies. Yeah, those things can run you a couple hundred thousand gold. Like, just one of those is enough to set up a dynasty, depending. Makes sense. Like I said. They're very rare. Of course. Uh, well, let me know. Sure. Usual arrangement applies. Obviously. I'll bill you after I get the information. He sort of smiles. Perfect. Or would you like me to drop it off? Uh, for the moment, uh, there is a... Uh, our... My current living situation. Uh, house, blah, 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 blah. Well, you're with a Griffin company. Griffin Lord, blah, 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 blah. Yes. All right, all right. Yeah, I can drop it off there. I'll put it in a... Wonderful. I'll put it in a plain brown envelope marked goods and services. Delightful. All right, well, is there anything else you needed? That would be it right now. Thank you very much. I will leave you to... I, obviously, you're quite busy. Oh, yeah. Just neck deep. Uh, I'll have one of my boys drop it off to you a couple of days. Thank uh, you much. Have a good one. I'll let you know if there's any scumbags buying magic items that I need back. That would also be delightful. As you leave. Yep, make my way out. All right. We will jump over to... Carolina. And Tanya. Okay, okay have a second. No worries. Okay. <laughs> the two of you go up to Bellicus. And to the military headquarters in Bellicus, where there is, you know, lots of people going around doing their, their everything. Uh, as you arrive and introduce yourselves, you are eventually brought before Varnabas, 
who is in the same war room that he was in the last time you guys met him, although this time there are different maps on the wall and he's having different conversations. Looks over. Ah, you're the first ones back. So, what do you got for me? The expedition was successful in finding the source, though unfortunately no one there was able to find a way to dispel it. Mm -hmm. uh, first, we determined further, well, this may be information to some, that the creatures formed of the Oh god, the only word that's coming to the my brain user? is shadow lands, and that's wrong. Shadow front. Shadow front. The creatures formed of the shadow front are made of aether, and mag non magical weapons have no effect upon them. We. He determined that at large blocks of singular forms of aether, especially those of the water earth radiant. Trilogy, Trinity. Uh, it is the the Umbro. Uh, the of the Umbra Trinity are particularly difficult for, or it to convert, presumably because it converts everything into ethereal aether. Yeah, it, it, uh, it converts everything into astral ether, which is radiant. Yeah. Sorry, the my notes are a little scattered, so some of the terminology is going to be off. I think Carolina would probably get it all right. Yeah, no. Um, that's what I'm here for, I won't. to translate. Um, into Astral Aether. The cause, or at least east, an item at the source that ser that seems to be a likely culprit is, is a black shard over or a, a lake that seems to be as impossible as this theoretically is a shard of Eidos. And Carolina will enumerate the details that she has enumerated before of what that entails. He listens intently. Well, um, we'll probably have to go talk to the Archbishop about how to deal with that then. Good. Of course. Is there any other details you would need from us? Uh, unless there's anything else you need to volunteer, that gives me a series of tasks to do. Uh, before we can figure out a way to deal with this threat, but we at least know what it is now. Um, nothing else that I can think of, both the prince and his, his caretaker made it back safely. Good, good. Oh, also, as just as a clarification, not that it matters much at the moment, you know that they are immune to non-magical weapons when they're in the shadow front. When they exit, obviously right. they okay. are not, because you guys killed them with non-magical yeah. weapons previously when they weren't when they were at the tower. Mm -hmm. When they're in the source of their power. That is probably not particularly novel information to someone who oversees a barrier on that area. Yeah, so. But just for clarity's I'll, I'll sake. I'll communicate it anyways, but... Just for clarity's sake for everyone. So that you guys know, too. Um, yep. We're good. Well, I'll wait until I get a report from the other two Griffin companies as well. And if we have further need of you, 
or if anything else comes up on your end, we'll get back in contact. So let us know if you find anything new, of course. and we'll let you know if we need you again. Um, you have our address, and yeah. Right. Dismissed. Because you guys cool. got paid in advance. And I managed to, to escape now. making a deception check. Do I have to make one, or...? No, you didn't say anything that was a lie. <laughs> Except for the I have more information part, but well, yeah, cool. but, you know. You have no more actionable information for, for him. So. All right. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just now seeing what Jack was referencing was saying in the chat. Um, speaking of who, uh, Valdeth and Ghent, you're heading up yep. to, uh, along with Ithram and Scuzz. You are all heading to uh, the Weaveborn district. When you get there, you go separate ways, because I am assuming Valdeth, you and Ghent are going to the tower itself, and Ithram, you and Skuz are going to a library. Yes. No. Yeah. So we'll start with Valdeth and Ghent. Rainbow. You go, <laughs> you go up to the you go up to the you go up to the the, 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 the black tower of Relnor we've born and okay. place your hand on, on the, the on the on on the way. Um Valdeth sort of like as, as they're walking to, to Ghent. You know, I know I probably shouldn't tease her quite as much as I do, but I understand that impulse to try and escape the unique stresses of this kind of life. But... Mm. It's quite fair. Um, what... The... It's difficult a bit. The family disapproval thing is something that I share with you, characteristically, I think, and the idea that the idea that Titania's parents wish to engage with her in a more traditional sense feels important to me a bit, I think, which is why sometimes I make the choices I do regarding that side of things, I suppose, but... I, just, I know I shouldn't tease her for the escape she looks for all, so quite so much, but... Eh. I know that feeling, and I know what it feels like, and I know that's not the best escape to find. It's... It's a technique that I think a lot of people recognize as easy to abuse. Um, on the other hand, if it's not hurting anybody else necessarily, you can see where that comes from. We all cope with things in our own way and And I think that's where I stand on it, more or less. I should go easier on her, though. Do you need my help with that? I think I just need to remember not to give her such a hard time. 
<laughs> well, cultural differences notwithstanding, I mean, I don't know how these sort of things are usually handled in Everstone, so don't go too hard on yourself for coming where you come from. As well, all right? If you're going to go easy on the people that you're partnered with, it's important to extend the same empathy to yourself. I've got a complicated situation back home to deal with. And I look forward to pointing a gun at it sometime. (laughs) They've got a lot of guns too, you know. Yeah, then I'll be meeting somebody on equal footing for a change. (sighs) Especially my family. They're the ones who built the big guns around Everstone. Big guns are for big targets. Yep. Giants, specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Dent speaks giant. All right, I'm going to let you take the lead on this conversation that we're about to have. Yes. All right. At the very least, I find uh, Railnor easy to talk to. I don't know about everybody else. Easier. But yes, no, I think he's a bit off-putting to a few individuals. It's very easy to talk to a person who is functionally omnipotent. <laughs> Look, you know what I'm going to say, so, like, <laughs> let's go through this. <laughs> not, om- not omniscient, omnipotent. There's a difference. <laughs> yes, all I put my hand on the door people. and turn around. And you put your hand on the door, and you're inside. Uh... Variety of people milling about in here at the moment. Uh, seems like something relevantly important is happening in the college. Uh, people milling about with papers, some in very what are very obviously like sort of student attire. Um, uh, others that are in teacher attire moving about the, the sort of entryway the reception desk has a line. Valdez just kind of looks at the ceiling and Railnor, if you're listening in, we have important news and information you could probably use and could probably use your help too. No response. I was hoping. I was hoping he'd be listening in. Well, let's see if that's a long line. <laughs> You look over. Oh, you look at over. The wizard you, you, DMV. you look. You look over to one side, <laughs> and you see a sign uh, that says something about you, you know, uh, welcome to welcome to Pledge Week. Sign up for ah. your various things here. <laughs> that makes sense. Is there a more general information desk that, that might have a shorter line? <laughs> Uh, there is one of the one of the carved walls has an I over it. The letter I, not a physical I. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's give that one a try. Doesn't seem to be a line there. Walk over, touch the door, turn around. You're in a different room. Uh, there's not a line because you just touch the wall and you're there. There is a line on the other side, though, as you see various people of various ages, some some family units that seem to be uh, lining up, filling out paperwork and things. Congratulations, you came to you came to the Weaveborn College in the middle of admissions season. 
Yep. Well, let's see if we can figure something out. <laughs> it is a college, actually. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at, at the very least, bureaucracy and red tape are something I'm familiar with from home. So. <sighs> we wait in line. <laughs> You wait in line. It takes you a little bit. You get you get you get the three shots of the same clock and just the hands move yeah. <laughs> yeah, individually. It cuts back and you guys <laughs> a little further ahead, a little further ahead. Right, yep. <laughs> uh when you get to the front of the line, uh there uh there is a uh, a a uh purple skinned elf sitting there with sunglasses on, looking at you. Yes, how can I help you? Hi, um, Steel Hearts. Um, here with some relevant information to deliver to uh, Railnor Weaveborn regarding the Shadow Front and information therefrom. She looks down, picks up a tombstone, skims through it really quick. Uh, unfortunately, Railnor is busy for the next three days. Um, let me see if there is a spot where we can put him down for her. Oh, what was the name again? Steelhearts. Griffin Company, okay. Looking for my name, it's Valdez Stonebeard. Okay. Well, I can make an appointment for you. Um, the next opening that he has to meet with people is three days' time. <sighs> It's not like we're exactly crunched on time here. All right. I will put down an appointment for Valdeth. Pardon, but doesn't Master doesn't Master Weaveborn have the capacity to move outside the linear flow? Generally speaking, he does. Yes. That's how busy he is. My my. Steps back. <laughs> <laughs> Shot. <laughs> like, yes, he does. That's how busy he is. <laughs> well, if you if you if you get the moment to send a message to him, if you could let him know we were looking for him. Certainly. Um, if it would help, uh, while Master Weaveborn is busy. What was his assistant's hey, name again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Verity is available to chat to chat. Verity, at the very least, be helpful. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, give me one moment to give him a call. And uh, she just sort of indicates to a chair for you to go sit in. And after a few more minutes, Verity appears. This uh, dark brown skin, blue dreads that are sort of cut short and, spy and, and held up. Yes. Uh, Good to see you again. Steelhearts, yes. Pleasure to see you. What can I do for you? Yes. Uh, well, we just came back from the Shadow Front on an exploration mission. Mm -hmm. And have some relevant information for Railnor and potentially yourself, as well as something that might be helpful that we might need to look for. Uh, well, uh, I'm sure they've already talked to you about his schedule. He is pretty packed right now, uh, but I can pass something along. So we've learned. Mm -hmm. um, or if you have the answer. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. just as much my, an expert as anybody else around here. My arcane knowledge certainly does not equate to Master Weaveborn's, but I can give you a hand. 
Well, this information is probably going to end up in General Barnabas's hands shortly, so it'll spread throughout the higher echelons eventually. Um, but she'll run down the the events of the exploration and specifically focus on the shard of Idos found in the lake. Oh, yes. As I recall, those were a problem some 10,000 years ago as well. Might be some resources that could be used to infer how to deal with that. The Black Archives of Core might have some additional information. That might be a thing to look into. Um, Has Ghent ever heard of those? <laughs> give me a Arcana, Arcana check. Okay. 24. Uh, the Black Archives in Core is a magical and hidden repository of knowledge that is amongst amongst mages is lauded as the most complete library you will ever find though finding it is difficult and navigating it even more so okay um, other than that um, there was an artifact that we were given a lead on that might be able to do something it's not much of a lead but it's what we've got and she'll sort of describe the artifact as it was Visualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're describing a soul stone. Those oh, are, wait. yes, those are dangerous items. Typically used as components for dark magic. Though they do have other uses, obviously. They contain, they uh, absorb and contain the souls of the dead. Or the Could living. Could a powerful enough soul stone? Could a powerful enough soul stone absorb a shard of Idos potentially? Potentially. I imagine maybe if it had something that the shard was drawn to within it already. Hmm. I'd have to know. Oh, I'd have to see the soul yeah. stone itself to be, to confirm. But that is the sh- shards of Idos are shards. Of, a linkage could be. <laughs> yes, well, shards of Idos are shards of her divine souls. So. A soul stone, theoretically, would be able to capture one. Interesting. I mean, that's a fairly direct sort of solution. It would take... uh, uh, Anything like that would be impossible to destroy, though. You'd have to put it in the hands of something equally divine uh, to get rid of it afterwards. No, I have no... The Emperor might be able to get rid of such a thing. I have no idea. All right. Well, he is keeping the Shadow Front at bay, so... Possibly. He's at least on a similar plane of potency. At least gives us something to go on, though. I can run this tall past uh, Master Weeborn when he has a moment. So... If I learn anything Thank else, you. I'll... Let him, let him know we were looking for him, and... Certainly. Let him know what we told you, of course. Certainly. And we'll send a message to you if anything... He knows, where, he knows where to contact us if he... Yeah. Yeah, he knows where to contact us. All right. Well, then, shall I show you to the door? Please. Thank you. This is a very complicated place to get around. He walks over... As a not-magic user. He walks over to a blank piece of wall. No worries, we have shortcuts. And he uh, pulls out a small signet ring. Um, 
and just touches it to the wall and turns his hand. And as he does, runes appear that seem very similar to the door that is the exit. Simply place your hand. <laughs> and you're outside again. That was, actually done, useful. Eh? that was actually useful information, even if we didn't get to see Railnar. I have a feeling that Verity is underestimated by a number of people that do get to meet Railnar. Mm-hmm. So a soul stone. You're the personal assistant to a person right. that is functionally a god. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably, that's probably <laughs> the reason be for good. that. <laughs> All right, yeah. Everyone right. overlooks the god's secretary. They're the one you need to be really scared. <laughs> exactly. So, somewhere in the city, there's a soul stone. And it's a soul stone that has something that I doesn't be attracted to in it already. I mean, one possible explanation, yes. Um, or it, our informant might simply be giving us the first step, and then our Maybe. job will be to and fill it find, with something. Yes, fill, fill the stone, yes. <laughs> so. But there's a step, at least. It's, it's, it's definitely a step, but... Uh, very rare, dark magics. I have a feeling this is not something that we're going to necessarily just find in a long-forgotten cave in this city. Speaking of dark magics, I need to find some platinum so I can make something for you so you don't have to keep carving yourself up. Speaking of dark magics, I have a family that I'd like to fix eventually, too, just like we need to yours. <laughs> How do you fix this problem when your only tool is a gun? You shoot him and you take shoot over the house. <laughs> Also, I've I, got the one. I've, uh, I've got the one relative that I care about out of that house already. Ah, patricide. Yeah. Also, mm. also, I need to find materials for rings. What do you What do you think would be a good material for yours? I'm thinking mine probably adamantine, just because that's a nice solid metal. And cobalt's a really good I'm, metal. I don't know if there's a. It's also poisonous. Not once it's been worked. Yeah. This ring's made out of cobalt. Yeah. Adamantine. Oh, we've got mm-hmm. adamantine, platinum. We've got the cobalt that you and I mined mm-hmm. out of the mountains outside the the shadow front i don't uh, i'm not familiar with working ironwood but i feel like that would be the best material for titania's ring hmm. i'm sure we can find an expert in the area that could at least either give us an assist or some instruction on it meanwhile ithram and scuzz Yes. You go yeah. to a library. I'm so excited. Shelves and shelves of books. <laughs> I pat Scuzz on the back and cast Enhance Ability <laughs> uh, for Fox's cunning. So he, for the next hour, he has advantage on intelligence checks. Uh, I'm tel- very smart. I know this. But now I am big brain smart. You always big wrinkle brain. You are always right. big brain smart. So for research roles, here's how it works. Yes. 
you can make an intelligence check uh, to do research roll. You can spend money at 50 gold intervals to give you additional pluses to that intelligence check up to a plus six. Okay. Basically hiring the librarian to help you. Yeah, you paying people to help you and, and, and things like that and buying yeah. rare books so and things like that. 300 gold pieces? Uh, 50, 100, 150, yeah, that would be 200, 250, 300. Yeah. yeah, so 300 would get you a plus six, and that's the maximum you could spend. And it's Advantage, just a flat intelligence check, and then a plus six on top of oh, it's not, not a skill, no, it's not a skill, it's just intelligence. Okay, mm. okay. Uh, Scuzz is going to run over to the librarian and slam down 300 gold pieces. <laughs> and just be like, help me find the, help me find this, please. They Ithram, were Ithram will do the same. Not, not quite with the exact <laughs> same. These two goblins are just like, just... help. <laughs> All right, we need to know some shit. The hobgoblin, yeah. It's a hobgoblin and a goblin. The hobgoblin is nice and tall. We're both goblinoids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you bribe the librarians to help you find stuff. Not bribe. Yeah. <laughs> this money is I mean, going back into the library. It's a charity donation. <laughs> <laughs> I will mark up. That's what Scott's going your, to support, support your local libraries, folks. Support yep. your local libraries. Bribe your librarians, everybody. Don't bribe. <laughs> Mara, could we bribe you? I was gonna say, <laughs> Mara, Mara how, how many gold have you gotten when you come in? <laughs> at least from my experience with libraries, don't go towards research costs. They go towards, could you maybe get me to the front of the computer line? <laughs> so go ahead and make your rolls with your pl with the pluses equivalent to how much gold you spent. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just so. go ahead and take that out. Alrighty. Yep. And just a straight flat, flat intel intelligence check. Intelligence well, check. You, you do have advantage because you have Fox's cunning. Does enhanced ability you work if it's not a skill check? Yes, it's, a, uh, it's just yes. ability checks. Yeah, yeah any ability it. check. So you so. have advantage from the enhanced ability then as well. Yay! Hold <laughs> I'll spend an inspiration. Okay. Right. Plus six, that's <clears> a... 20, that's a flat 20. Yep. Uh, for, for shiggles, I will r also spend a point of inspiration. I rolled the same thing. <laughs> no, no. Are you going to say face? <laughs> I already used it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it would only be, it, I, it would go up to 19. <gasps> Scuzz got, because <laughs> that's at the plus six, Scuzz got a 24. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> Scuzz hired the good librarians. <laughs> so, Ithram, yes. you learn that the thing you're looking for is called a soul stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that um, this wouldn't have that much information. Uh, you you see, you learn it's called a soul stone, and you, you, you know that it is a very rare and valuable uh, piece of magic. Like, super fucking rare. Yeah. Like, you're not just going to find these yeah. lying around. You're not going to be able to find it in a shop. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Scuzz, you learn that it's called a soul stone. Um, you also learn that they are forged magically 
through ethereal uh, vortexes. These are uh, the uh, soul stones are forged from uh, places where magic gathers and pools, and it creates these crystalline things that can house all manner of magical effects, including soul stones. So they they are they occur naturally, um, which is part of why they're so rare. You can't make them; you have to find them. Uh, and you also learn that um, they can, they they so, things that are in them can be used to power a great many uh, a great many things magically. Soul stones are very potent material components. Um, they can be used to substitute a vast quantity of material components for certain spells. Basically, any necromancy spell, you can use a salt, you can use energy from a soul stone in place of any material component for a necromancy spell, um, which is part of why they're so sought after and so expensive. Um, and that to refill them, you just have to kill somebody. So... That's what, that's what the two... That between, checks out. Between the two of you, that's what you learn. Wild. This thing called a soul stone. You can refill it by killing somebody. Insane. I know, right? Um, that checks out name lives up uh, to reputation, I guess. You can't make it, though. You have, oh. It has to be naturally formed in the earth. Quick question. Why do we need to know about this again? So that we know what exactly <laughs> we're looking for. Okay. And why it may be important to closing this. And I if might this have is, forgotten. That's all right. You showed off your big brain by finding this information. <laughs> I was just really, really nice with the lovely librarian lady. Um, her name is Marina. Um, and she and I are best friends. They just like cut to the librarian. She's like, <laughs> I wanted to get him out of here as quickly as possible. <laughs> also, this is good. Elizabeth. <laughs> name tag right here. <laughs> but, Comments uh, hard. <laughs> find all that information out. Okay. And as the Steel Hearts reconvene from all the corners of Taram. That's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.